0: Yo, what is up
1: guys DPS podcast, which is damage per second podcast here for another show with you guys been a really great week, been a crazy week. I'm joined by as always my partner in crime slow-mo backslap the man. i was about to call you the man with the million. I mean, you beat a million games, but you ain't hit a million game score yet. Have you slow-mo? Oh, hey.
2: no, I'm not even close, man. In order to do that, I mean, I would have to actually be playing all my games on Xbox, right? Which this uh, is not the case, because I play,
1: or or at least be playing games. You know, shout out to um, Brat for um confessing that he really doesn't play games. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but No, I mean, I'm I'm like all of my progress or achievements or trophies, whatever the heck you wanna call them, it's all over the place. It's on Steam. Epic Game Store, Xbox, PlayStation, everywhere, but uh, but the Nintendo Switch, of course. So you know how it is. Well, that's just
1: right? because Nintendo don't want to give you uh, achievements in general. If they
2: right. get well, it, even if they did, I wouldn't be. I was going to ask you that
1: <laughs> if they was to give, would that make you feel better about purchasing games on Nintendo's platform if they actually had achievements?
2: No, still, I mean, it, it would it would be a, a little bit better, but still, no, no, good. still no.
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, welcome to episode 45, gentlemen. It was um it was a long week, a great week, but um we're back and like I said, wanted to share this um afternoon with my homeboy Slow Mo. So um Slow Mo, what what's been going on with you, man? What you been up to? What you been playing?
2: Well, oh man, what have I been playing? I've been playing a lot of stuff. Let me start with the the last thing I played. Well, I finished uh, Scarlet Nexus, uh uh Uito's playthrough. Um that was that was pretty cool. I'm actually now doing New Game Plus and going through Kasani's story, which is essentially like the same story as Yuido's story, just told or seen from a different perspective. So that's pretty cool. Been been kind of breezing through that I'm already on phase three um after just a few hours because the 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 enemies are still like whoever the levels that you that that they is appropriate for that that phase but my level you keep all your stuff in new game plus so i I, i'm fine with doing that just because it, it can allow me to get through it quicker you know uh i played last stop and shout out to everybody that came through on the Twitch stream, uh to watch me play that. Um n- not a bad story. I mean, it's pretty good. You know, uh definitely check it out. It's on Game Pass. And uh I just you know been playing some rogue company, you know, been been destroying some foods, You know how it is. Shout out to Elder Cat. Uh Arcade. Uh, Arcade and his bro uh, also and and, and uh, Elder Cat's uh, brother as well has been uh, playing it with us. We just been rolling through people man. It's just it's not even funny. It's just it's uh it's 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 terrible how how we've been treating people, but it's been fun, it's been fun and uh i I wish I could get bored the split gate, but I guess we could talk about the uh split gate and its popularity and its server issues a little bit later, but yeah that that's what I've been playing, man. what about you? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've been playing pretty much the same things. Um, shout out to R R D. He says, Forte, can someone explain to me why the riffs and Ratchet and Clay are more impressive than the portals and split
2: game?
1: mo do you wanna answer that question?
2: Sure. Um, the portals and Splitgate are made were made probably by one dude in his garage, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the uh, the riffs in and 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 Ratchet and Clank were made by Insomniac Games, which is like the best developer Sony has, and they got a lot of good developers. So. It's
1: probably about. F- pro- it probably took about fifty people to make each of those riffs. inside. There I are didn-
2: more people <laughs> who work on the visuals of Ratchet and than Clank. They worked on the game. Than the- entirety of the people working on Splitgate, so that that's the the, the pulling into perspective that's that, that that's what you're dealing with there you know it, it's one's a triple a game the other one is, is an indie game made by indie studio that published their own game so you know yeah exactly um perspective
1: de- yeah definitely uh shout out to erodimus yo 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 shout out uh to the med iq what's up first time pulling up to dps shout out to you All bro right appreciate you coming through um yeah man well outside of that i've been you know i tried to play the ascent but i was part of the the first the first day before you do that
2: i forgot to talk about two things oh go go, go, go ahead go ahead i did get a a chance to dabble in the back for blood beta uh back for blood is made uh about turtle rock studios Turtle rock studios also if, if you don't know who they are you may be familiar with the fact that they were the uh, creators of the left for Dead games. and back for Blood is essentially that it's it's left for dead, um at least so far with the campaign um that i've I've been playing in the beta. I've got you know how like you get to you make it to a safe house and then that's like the end of the first the first leg, and then you go to another safe house. That's the end of the second leg of the camp yeah. of, of a particular like stage of the campaign. that that's what I've been doing so far. it's 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 basically left for dead but with better gunplay and and but it's but it's a lot of fun so if you're into those kind of games that's, that's that's pretty good uh you 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 should be liking it and it's it seems pretty easy to get into the beta just sign up for uh whatever whatever they, they need you to sign up for and they'll send you a key for it yeah. or you can get access on playstation or xbox or wherever or, or, everything.
1: or just pre-order the game if you pre-order the game you'll get into the beta too if you actually, oh, know shoot, you but but get if it.
2: you're not, yeah, exactly. If if you, if you not, know like, you want to get it, not, yeah, pre-order the game yeah. and you'll get it that way. Yeah. Now there, there is a uh, <clears throat> a game that I can't speak about that is uh, has a pretty uh, strict NDA, um, and I, I I won't name the game at all because I can't. But uh, that that thing got uninstalled with the swiftness because it is do do, it is it is doo-doo butter. It is monkey, monkey poo, doodoo chunks. Okay, it's pretty bad. It's a bad game. Um, I, 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 if I was the company making it, I would just cancel it. I, I wouldn't even like forget going into beta. We, we, we don't need to put this out there into the world and waste people's times. Like so, yeah. Um, some of these games, not, not, not looking good for them but uh i i do appreciate the opportunity to give it a shot and realize that it ain't for me so yeah
1: yeah um yeah when you was <laughs> when you told me about it earlier i was like oh boy but we but that was kind of the thought process uh a lot of people were having about unnamed game anyways like okay well I guess, you know, sooner or later we'll figure
2: out what this yeah, unnamed game is. It didn't look good when they first when revealed, they first revealed it, it. it. When they first revealed it, it was a it looked a little mid. A little sus, like A little bit like, mm, I don't know about this one. It like they it was made in somebody's some, basement? Uh, yeah, and, and from a company that got enough money to where well, it shouldn't look like that. Or, or you shouldn't be reusing assets from other games that you've already made. You know Uh, we got uh we got (laughs) we got a a couple people in the chat calling out games (laughs) we we can't we can't confirm or deny anything Uh, yeah i cannot confirm or deny but i see someone has already mentioned uh said game already so that's all i'm gonna say
1: oh my god slow (sighs) slow are gonna get man they gonna come after your channel bro (laughs) (laughs) wait i just realized what's going on here he did this on my channel so he So it's after me. They gonna come out to my out. channel.
2: Okay, I got you. I got you. I got I, you. Look, look. I I didn't say that. Can okay, nobody? I didn't say no names. I could be. I could be talking about uh Farm Simulator or, or I don't know.
1: What about that's most? Dirty. What about Lawnmower Simulator? Is that a thing? Yeah,
2: like, yeah. I could be talking about Lawnmower Simulator. Lawnmower Simulator, you know, twenty twenty test demo with the with the crazy NDA. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm they Mm -hmm. i mean
1: they wanted you to test out those zero turn mowers and make sure you know what you're doing when you buy them um (laughs) but no so outside of that um i tried to play in the ascent, but i was on that first day i was having issues and i was trying to play in a co-op with somebody and it, it just wasn't working and then with me working over the whole time i was like yeah i'll come back to this but uh shout out to taz who's in the chat he did beat it and um man, Taz is a, he's been a, he's been a monster, man. He beat, he beat, um, uh, Ascent. He beat, uh, Scarlet Nexus. I mean, this man, he ain't playing. So, um, I, I mean, I guess I ain't got no, um, no excuses being the person that said, Destiny takes my whole life. That man has more hours of destiny than I do. And he actually beating games out here. So, um, I might have to step my game. Well, there ain't no might. I have to step my game because Taz, yes, out, here showing, Taz out here showing me up, but, um, yeah. So I do have the beta for back for blood. I got it today. I installed it. I just didn't get a chance to play it before the show today. So I know we'll probably have some more uh, thoughts on that on next week's show, or maybe in some videos that we post up throughout this week. But, uh, yeah, but from what I see from most people, uh, a lot of people like it. It just comes down to, if you were a fan of that left for dead style gameplay, you're pretty much getting that. Cause the same studio is making the game. And um, it looks a lot cleaner than left for dead, left for dead. I mean, granted, it was a game that was last, not even last generation, generation before last generation. Uh, So a lot of people are really interested in seeing exactly what's going to happen with this game going forward. But other than that, Destiny, of course, been running a lot of stuff with Luca. You can see some my very first Grandmaster Nightfall clear happened over the course of the last week. Uh, the gameplay you're seeing right now is me running it with Sinister and Cognito getting him through it for the first time which was actually pretty fun you know sometimes you gotta actually challenge yourself on the hardest stuff to actually have an enjoyable time in the game. Sometimes, especially when we get to the final topic about this uh about this game where it's not gonna be uh sunshine and rainbows it's gonna kind of be a bunch of other stuff that's gonna come out of my mouth but uh outside of that man i've just been really enjoying i'm halfway through death's door um i'm gonna finish that out probably if not by this yeah dude by yeah by the time this weekend is up i should be done with that um it's another game what is it nino or something it hit game pass i actually downloaded it on my pc and started nino. what is the name of the game? i don't know what's his name is this game it's something it starts with the end it hit game pass like earlier this week it's like Nino. What? i don't know he starts with the end. play like a little kid um, um, oh is it I know, okay, I know,
2: okay, oh my, why? It starts with a, you know. the letter completely wrong okay, starts well, with it doesn't start with the n well, it starts with an old <laughs> Yes,
1: oh, okay. Well, I was just going off the color scheme. I, I don't How? know. it was just a game that I was playing on PC, and it actually interested me, and I said, i gotta I might have to finish this game because it was actually pretty cool. Um, uh, so i but I was playing that um on my pc on my laptop, actually trying to see what um gamey looked like on there and it is it's actually pretty good so uh that's pretty much the just of what i kind of been doing over the course of the last week in general but um some of, but other than that have you did you enjoy your week your last week how was your vacation because people we i know we just jumped right in we had a guest that day so um well how did, how did you did you enjoy I, I your vacation
2: vacation last week yeah i, I mean oh, i we talked did? about it last week but yeah we did yeah Oh, um, yeah. We talked about like how your air
1: conditioning actually worked that day.
2: Right. Right. You know, the, the AC was, was was doing good and then we needed it because it was it was pretty hot. It was it was very, very hot out there. But um, one thing I could really complain about was uh, the jellyfish all all over the beach. Like it was just jellyfish everywhere. And it was scaring the crap out of everybody because nobody wanted to get stung and had to get pissed on in order to get the sting away or whatever, whatever it is that you do when when you get stung by a jellyfish or whatever. Mm. Right? But no, uh, no, it was a good time. We had good. We had we had a good time out there. Cool.
1: What did you um? Well, yeah, that's that's good because I know are the jellyfish translucent? Some people actually don't know that. Yes. Or, you actually yeah, can see have, right through they're, them.
2: They're, they're actually different like breeds or kinds of jellyfish. So we didn't we weren't we didn't see the ones that are like really really bad. Um, but like these were like they're like the shape of they're they're translucent and it's like they're like the shape of like a like a little pancake or something. But you you'll see them kind of floating in the water and they they can they can like get suctioned up on you and yeah they can sting you pretty badly. Um, we saw a few. Actually, like, like there was the, a sign right before we got to the beach. It was like, beware jellyfish. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, well, you know, we're, maybe we'll see one. <laughs> like, literally five seconds after, like, putting everything down, getting everything set up, and then walking towards the water, I see a jellyfish immediately. I'm just like, wow, okay. I guess it's going to be like this. And literally everywhere, every time we went to the beach, they were they were just out there just, you know, chilling, you know trying to you know get close to you. It was it was pretty weird, but you know we, we didn't allow it to uh we, we didn't allow it to, to ruin our time or anything.
1: Yeah, cool. Well uh I see uh a er- uh, is making fun of me because I couldn't remember the name of a game. But okay, you're good. But um
2: <laughs> said, what color begins <laughs> with the end with <laughs> I just realized <laughs> you said that <laughs> You got the type. Well, you know, whatever that game that begins with an N. Wrong. Wrong. It begins with an O. What color begins with an N?
1: (laughs) What is going on? Nugent or something? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, man. For your entertainment, man. For your entertainment. But, uh, yeah. So, let's get into the first topic. We have Horizon Forbidden West not being officially delayed but with Jason Schreier and I know um, Jeff Greb was talking I about this, Jeff, Jeff yeah, yeah, our buddy Jeff Greb was talking about this a little bit ahead of that. And then Jason Schreier pretty much just came up the back end and was like, Listen, this gave me a delay. And he was like, I know it's being delayed. So pretty much a lot of people are just taking this and saying, This is what's going on. And uh, I am, I tend to kind of believe it because I think Jason coming out being very stern in his answer on that kind of just says, yeah, this is definitely a thing that's about to happen. So uh, first of all, what do you think about it being delayed? And second, what does this mean for Sony when it comes to their holiday lineup for uh, people that got PS5s or trying to get a PS5? Well,
2: I mean, I'm not I I I think it's it's pretty it was pretty well known when they did the big reveal of Horizon Forbidden West and they showed that great that great uh, like maybe like five minutes of gameplay. They showed That them not having a release date at that time after showing all of that kind, will kind of you know let people to believe like this probably wasn't going to come out this year, and even though they were still targeting holiday, that like you know anytime anyone says holiday, it's there's there seems to be like it it might not make it, just because holiday is typically November, and December, and that that's a very small time short window to uh, To hit, and with everything going on with the pandemic and people working from home, and a game like Horizon Forbidden West, like a lot of the Sony first-person, uh, that's uh, I said, first-person, but first-party games, they use a lot of mocap, it's very cinematic, and doing all that from home or, or not having being having access to studios to do that in and work with the with the uh, um, the, the, the mocap actors to get all that stuff done, it it, it just slows a lot of stuff down and it, it's no shock to me that it's, it's going to get delayed, even though they officially haven't said it yet, they probably will probably waiting for the next time they're going to do like a state of play or, or the next time that they got something big going on. So they, they can kind of like throw that out there to soften the blow. You know, you, you know how they do, you know, they, they, Hey, look at this game. Also, we're, we're. We're uh, delaying for we're 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 delaying Horizon Forbidden West, but don't worry about that. Look at this other thing that we just showed you. You know, it's a it's it's, it's a nice way of a uh, of breaking it to people uh, that doesn't make it like a big big deal that where people would will, will stick to that specific you know that that specific thing and get really upset about it. But it is what it is. I I've never really cared about delays like that, um, because if the game ne- it gets delayed, it obviously needed it. And I would much rather play the game that it will be after the delay than the game that it would have been if we would have got it when the time that they said they were going to have it, have to release it. You know, it's just basically, it's going to be a better game. So don't worry about it. That's the way I look at it.
1: Yeah, I, I w- for me, the biggest thing when it comes to just Horizon, like I always go back to your your beautiful saying, you know, uh, a delayed game is always is always a better game versus a game that comes out as broken forever. I mean, I don't know if that's exactly how you said it, but that's kind of how I take it in more simpler yeah. terms. It's like, you know, you only got one chance. I mean, Horizon is a big franchise now, you know. It's it's only one game in, but a lot of people really look at that as one of the, the big monikers for Sony. And um, Aloy is more of a house no name when it comes to a lot of people actually, you know, identifying with the PlayStation platform because it was one of the best games that came out on PlayStation four last generation. So they have a lot of liberties they could take with this. And I don't, th- but I don't, well, one of the liberties is I don't think they want to put out a game and kind of Sully that, that PlayStation greatness that they have with all their games, you know, when people see and pick up a PlayStation exclusive, they expect quality out the gate. I mean, you should expect that from any developer that makes a game. But when you're always making those games, the level of scrutiny is a little bit uh higher you your in because that's what you know. That's what people expect, and that's what people expect from you. So we haven't had issues with Sony coming out of the gate with games that are broken and stuff like that, or games that just don't perform the way they, the way they need to perform. You might have issues with the story components of them sometimes, depending on the game and the franchise. But for the most part, even if you did complain about that or had issues with it, you you can easily point out one or two other things in that game that kind of stands out above every other game that you ever played especially in those over the shoulder you know third person action games It's it's pretty much you know sony's wheelhouse and they definitely dominate that wheelhouse and i think this game is going to be with more time more polish it already looks great already looks phenomenal um even if some people are probably gonna say they're only really delaying this because they really don't know what the situation on semiconductors are, which recently, as of yesterday, they did announce that they did acquire enough semiconductors to actually meet demand. I don't
2: think that's the issue though, because I don't this think game it's is the issue either. Come out on PlayStation Four. So yeah. like they're they're gonna get their sales off of this regardless. Of that I don't yeah. think unlike Spider Man Miles Morales, which they mm-hmm. marketed as a PS5 game and then kind of ignored the fact that it was coming out on ps4 what i do this game is being marketed as a, just a playstation title it's well known it's on both ps4 and ps5 so i don't think them their their issues with supply is causing the, this to be delayed. i think the game is being delayed because the game isn't ready it has nothing to do with the hardware
1: no no i agree with. You. that's why i was saying i you know people are saying that and i don't think that's the the gist of it but i do think that I don't think this would have changed anything, but I do think they expected, you know, Horizon to help push sales of the PS5 this holiday. You know, I think oh, that, yeah, was course, go- yeah. that was the go. That was the go. But the thing is, and we see it through this pandemic right now, PlayStation 5s are gonna sell no matter what. They're gonna sell at a high clip no matter what. Um, we got a, uh, topic that we're going to be talking about later, but they hit certain milestones and, and it's not just them, pretty much all of the manufacturers and the developers and publishers are, they're hitting milestones that are kind of unseen. And that's just because gaming is growing at an exponential rate, but I, I hope, I don't hope that, I hope this game doesn't fall further than the first quarter of next year, because as of right now, there is no first party exclusive game from PlayStation on the calendar. And and let's be frank, I don't think they need one for the holiday, I always look at the holiday as a time that people feel like systems or, or publishers have to release games because there's a bunch of games that come out during that year. Like does PlayStation truly have to release Horizon Zero, uh, Horizon Forbidden West to be successful? I don't think they do they did it with uh forbidden west they released it on i believe february 22nd of uh sixteen. so i think they can definitely uh turn the tide when it comes to that um not all games can do that some games are just meant to be in the holiday because that's kind of the window it's, that those it's, games I are kind of produced a bit in.
2: overblown that people think that they they need to have a game during a first the party game during the holiday they yeah. don't because they've got time exclusives coming out during the holiday that that you know, that will fill the fill fill the void essentially they got Deathloop, they got king of bridge of spirits they got games coming out that will not be on the competing platform at least in the in on the in, on the console side of things they as they shouldn't they shouldn't view pc as competition and they don't so that that's why they don't really care for trying to get any time exclusives off a, away from pc anymore and i mean that's that's that i mean they're going to have they're going to be games if you're a playstation only gamer they're going to be games that will differentiate the platform from the competition yeah. for the rest of the year so they they can they they're they're doing great on sales hardware sales they're 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 fine they don't need to oh hey we got we we need this out now no you don't make make sure the game's good that's what you need to do make sure the game is is an improvement over horizon zero dawn in every way possible not not that it was a terrible game but it's it it's a good game it wasn't you know great but you want forbidden west to be great you're not going to allow forbidden West to be great by pushing a a release date that is unrealistic for them to, to hit. And so delaying the game is necessary and that's, and that, that's it. That's what it needed to do.
1: Yeah. And, uh, shout out to, uh, the Ashley Lucas, she says 2017. Uh, and I do believe that is today. I just, it was the year 2016, 2017, but, um, Man, that game was boring. Uh yeah, you're right. It was 2017. That's when Switch came out, and it came out the same year as that. Um I really wish I would have. I mean, I know you played and finished Horizon on Zero Dawn. Um, uh, you did mm-hmm. you did you finish it again on PC or did you just do it on console? I know you bought it on I PC. I started
2: it on PlayStation. Um, I was bored, absolutely. Um <laughs> I I I think the game suffers from story pacing more than anything, the pacing of the story isn't isn't wasn't done very well. But I do kind of give them uh I, I kinda lean off of uh Gorilla a little bit with that because it's really like their first time doing that kind of game anyway. But I I think also just 30 frames per second that, that game plays way better at higher frame rates. Playing it on PC, I I played it primarily over 100 frames per second, Uh, combat was a lot more fluid, Um, I I didn't have that many issues with that and I I mean uh, by the time you reach Meridian, Mm -hmm. when you're done with Meridian, the the initial Meridian storyline, and then you start to find out what's really going on, why the mm. world the way it is, who Aloy really is. That's when the story really opens up. And it's a really good story. It's just not told in the in the best way it could have been told. Some of that information should have been trickled out throughout the game, like kind of like leaving breadcrumbs, kind of keep the, the gamer who is uh, enjoying the story uh, interested in what's happening in the main narrative. And this just seems like In the very beginning, they kind of give you this this overview of what's happening and then they just get you involved in all the travel nonsense that nobody cares about for way too long. And then later on, they pick up the main story again. And it's just yeah, like they I think with Forbidden West. They need to tell the story a bit better uh I, I'll Allow they, maybe they need some diff- some different people in the narrative team to really help out with that, you know. But I do think it, it's got the potential to be a, a better game than the previous game. Even in the trailer, they showed how they improved improving the combat with like the melee combat. I always thought the melee was very basic, and they 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 seem to be uh, showing some improvements in there too. So I I think the game when I finished it, I was really invested in the story. Uh, really, I, I, I probably should have did the Frozen Wilds before I finished it, considering that like timeline-wise, it's something that could be done afterwards. But it really should be done before you finish the game. But regardless of that, I, I, I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I just think that. Uh, it's a tad bit overrated with the way some people uh, talk about uh, the Zero Dawn, but I think Forbidden West could 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 be potentially the the game that we that we always wanted it, it to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree 100% with that. You got some Super Chats, too. Yeah, they just popped up. Uh, shout out to Basement Radio RK Podcast with the 50 spot. 50 spot. Yo, listen, listen. Oh, man. That's
2: enrique, a... enrique, Enrique.
1: He's enrique I know Rike. he's been, he been on a tear for the last um, couple of weeks and stuff. I mean, he he put Slow Mo's um, Slow-Mo's car through school last week with all the uh, Super Chats and trying to get under his name. But uh, shout out to him said, let's go. Let's hit the like button. Salute Forte and Slow Mo. No polls this week. Listen, man, I didn't even think about these polls, but you know what? I, I'm about to actually go make one at some point uh, during the show. We might have to have some fun with it. And then we also have the Ashen Luca with the five dollars super chat. You played through the boring parts of Horizon Zero Dawn, but refused to finish <laughs> The Witcher. You're sick. Slow Mo, sick.
2: <laughs> you sick? That's hilarious, Luca. Let me let me explain something to you. The combat in Horizon Zero Dawn is better than the combat in The Witcher. That 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 is, it, yes, The Witcher is boring up until a certain point, and I know Lucas told me you're right at the end of where like the boringness ends, and I'm just like, he said, yeah, I, don't, I, still can't, I don't care. I, I don't care. Like <laughs> I, I can't stand that combat. I just can't. So it's just it is it is what it is. Like I maybe I'll reinstall it and push through it. I actually did reinstall it. Maybe like. A month ago because i think i heard someone talking about uh i think the guy's name the character's name is the bloody baron um and that whole storyline and i was like that storyline is interesting it is interesting and I'm, I'm at that part i'm not finished with it yet and i was kind of like going through that when i finally just gave up on it but I I reinstalled. I, I reinstalled it. I think I the last time I saved it, I had just finished a conversation with the Baron, and so when I reinstalled it, I I'm there like right outside of his his office or his room or whatever, and I'm just walking around, and I just said, "No, nah, I can't do it." Uninstalled <laughs> like that fast. I just uninstalled it. Like it, it's just not for me. I don't think it's. It, it, I'm not saying of 3 isn't a quality game. Clearly, it is. Enough people have sung his praises enough to to you know basically solidify its its status as a quality RPG, but it just ain't for me. It just
1: ain't for you. Uh mm-hmm. sh- shout out to um RDX Finest, the commander in chief of the ship over there, Dealer Gaming being up in the chat. Um, Whoa, what's up, Dylan? Yeah, congrats on the 3K, bro. Appreciate you, man. Um, love the work you guys do over there on yeah, RDX, you man. You hit 3K. Yeah, hit 3K K. couple yeah, of congratulations, weeks Congratulations,
2: man. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh man, it was it's it's a grind. You just got to be look, man. Consistency is the only way you're gonna do it, and um, that that's, is so
2: true. And you just gotta just gotta,
1: gotta gotta keep doing it. I've been it.
2: working on myself. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's coming back. You're getting it back together. Uh, shout out to Ashley Luca with another five dollars super chat. That quest line was the part where I was like, oh holy s, this is amazing, bro. Listen, slow mo. I'm
2: trying to tell no, you, I, I, the
1: I, game I, I is I phenomenal, bro.
2: I guess I just didn't feel it like that. Look, I did find it interesting. Like one, one, the the Baron is a is a is a dick, and that that guy is is trash. And and if if I ever get back into the game, and there's the opportunity to to turn him into fertilizer, you know I'm gonna do it because that that dude is is awful. But yeah man i just wasn't i just wasn't feeling it man i i, I just i'm just not feeling the game like that i I don't, I don't know what it is about it but it's it's just it doesn't do it for me
1: look man um let's be for real uh the dlc for witcher is amazing it's some of the best dlc in the game it it had the mo it had the best respect your time when it came to quest steps and especially when you get to the dlc uh, I just, I think it was great. And, I, and let's be for real. That's the reason that the expectation for cyberpunk was so through the roof because of how well they, um, they did with the witcher. Now, Witcher had his issues in the beginning, you know, uh, it was very, <laughs> very broken in the beginning and unfortunately it doesn't look like they're going to kind of recover with this whole cyberpunk thing. Um, maybe people will forget after they do it, but I just think at a certain point, it's just kind of, it's kind of like being a dead horse, but Man, I can't believe that you haven't, that you didn't enjoy Witcher, man. I mean, especially the games you like to play and the things that you like to talk about. I, I just thought that would have been a game that you would have probably beat like four or five times but, like Mass Effect.
2: Well, well, it's like, okay, so story-wise, it is an intriguing uh, story and premise. Like like I I watched the, the TV show on, on Netflix and I, I really enjoyed, enjoyed the hell out of that. I'm like, wow, like I, I see why people like this story so much. The characters are are very deep and engaging. Um with the game though, it's like it it does all the stuff that like I love from BioWare where the 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 dialogue is 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 very elaborate. There's narrative trees out out the out the wazoo. There's so many options when you're speaking with people. It's just for me, I I have no, I, I just can't get into it. And I, I want to like the game, but I just don't, it It is weird. It's weird. Like I, maybe I need to give it another shot and actually like force myself to do like another two or three hours of it, but yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So I guess the question, somebody asked to just set it in the chat. Uh it was oh yeah. Um the medic IQ he said tried the Witcher 3, got my butt kicked by a Griffin. Same did I did too, bro. Probably gonna try it again after the next gen update. Now you have PC, so you always have next gen, sir. But um I know you do have an Xbox Series S in your house and you do have a PS5. Would playing that on a next gen console probably change your mind of wanting to go back and try it again, or is it pretty much what Witcher? Yeah, Witcher 3.
2: Nah, no. Nah, look, man. I, if if I play if, when I play Witcher on my PC, one, but well, the texture is very dated, so it still looks dated. But like at ultra settings, like 4K, I could go 4K 60, or I could go like a 2K over like 120 easy. It doesn't change anything. Hmm. it doesn't change anything so no
1: yeah the medic said he said that next year update might redeem cyberpunk especially as much as people talk about witcher 3 dlc if they drop something of similar quality it could get them some mind share back look man anything can happen i mean they can't go (laughs) they can't fall any further than they fail I mean, you probably could if they don't ever get this game working, um, get Cyberpunk working. But no, you're right. And I mean, I think that's kind of the thought process a lot of people have. I still have uh, Cyberpunk. I haven't loaded it up one second. It's just sitting on my hard drive waiting for that next gen update. And uh, I do want to play it because it a. I love CD Projekt Red and the games they make, but I'm not about to sit out here and you know, force myself to play a game that might be buggy, and and at this point, I keep hearing people say that it's a lot better now. But I'm I'm not about to play a game that's just a lot better. I I'm looking for a little bit more than that, so I I can wait, especially especially when that next gen update comes out. That's kind of when I want to experience the game um because I didn't get it on PC. But yeah, so slow mo, you already you're basically so uh, before we finish out Horizon, um, what? Go
2: real quick about. But- the Witcher, because you just brought up cyberpunk. And so he, I beat cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the story. I thought the gameplay, the gameplay was terrible. Oh, like, okay. I, I, I thought that the shooting was awful. And even though like it's, it's, it's a, it's a RPG. So it's like you have to build up to it. So like you get, you get, you know, skill points that, that you can go towards uh, shooting and stuff like that to kind of like make your shooting better. The way I had specced my, my, uh, I forgot the name of the character now at this point. Um, V the, the way I, I, I specced my V was I was melee and, and, and small arms focused. So pistols, shotguns, and, uh, and samurai swords basically, um, even like I basically we just focus just on the swords. I would just be running, running up on enemies and just chopping everybody up because the gunplay was that bad. Now story wise, I enjoyed the story, despite all the bugs. Even though I had a bug near the end of the game that almost prevented me from completing the game because it was that bad of a bug. Yeah. But maybe with me, just CD Projekt Red. Their gameplay is just—it doesn't suit me because I'm thinking about all the games they've been that I played of theirs. Uh, Cyberpunk didn't really like the gameplay. Witcher three didn't really care for the gameplay. Witcher two—the gameplay, the combat so bad I couldn't—I—I I, I couldn't finish it. There was just no way. There was just no way I, I was going to finish that. So just their their game, good stories, good—I just the gameplay is just terrible.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um. So, finishing out that um subject around um Horizon Zero Dawn. What are you? where are you expecting? Okay. So, what do you think needs to be the focus for Forbidden West to be a drastically better game overall than what we got with um Horizon Zero Dawn?
2: It's, it's what I said before. The story pacing. I think the story pacing is the, the, for the people who quit. Rising Zero Dawn. I think somebody said it in the chat about like how people feel about the game. I'm I'm in the minority of people who feel like it's a good game, but it ain't a great game. Like I don't hate it or anything, but there are people who feel like it's great. It's such a great game, and then there are people who are just like, no, it's just boring. And so it's like there's there's yeah. these two there's these really like polarizing opinions about the game itself, and I feel that part. Uh, well, the, the majority of the reason why that is the case is that people felt it was boring because they didn't care about what was going on. They didn't... <sighs> Aloy is Aloy is a character they, I think they need to they need to work on her as a character as well. it was partially boring because the main story, they just forgot about it for a good like 15 hours. Mm-hmm. It's also por- partially boring because Aloy as a character is 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 a, is a nothing burger. She she's she doesn't really get too upset. She doesn't really get too emotional. She's she, you talk to other characters and she's she's very much like, oh okay, that's how you feel. Oh okay, well all right, let me go over here. Oh those people are in trouble. Let's go help them. It's just like, yo, could you could you get a little? Can you cut somebody out? Aloy, could you could you you know get a little saucy every now and then? You know, like like there's a part there's a part in the game where like the emperor, uh, the, the the king of Meridian, whoever you want to call this, dude, yeah, this dude basically propositions Aloy to be like his concubine, like like no lies, it's it's hilarious. I was laughing when it happened. Her <laughs> her response is just so, oh, I I no, I don't think I could do that. I think you should probably. Uh, just pretend like this conversation didn't happen. I'm like, could, could you get a little upset or something? Could you could you maybe think about it? Maybe you wanna you wanna be his concubine? Like can, can I get something out of you here that shows some emotion? Like when she finds out who she really is, and I mean the game's old as hell, so I could talk about like stuff like this. When she when she finds out that who she's a clone of, and it's just like it's like shock but then it's like oh, okay all right well you know i i guess i guess that's that's who i am I mean, let me move on what what else what else what other other revelations are here and it's just like mm, yeah all right what i want from forbidden west i want to see a lawyer with more agency into the story not doing what she's doing just because she feels like oh i gotta save the world or uh i'm doing it because of of who people think i should be but because she actually wants to do it like her motivations like internally are aligned with whatever is going on in this story that's what i want to see more of and i and whatever that's this story is whatever the crux the main plot this story i want them to stick to it like don't forget it for a few hours and and just get into well let's talk about the carta well, let's talk about whoever this new faction is and just get involved in their internal politics and their culture for like a good six hours. No, I don't want that. I don't want that. So, yeah, that I think the story, if the story really hits, I think people will, will be overwhelmingly excited for playing the game and overwhelmingly um, more engaged in it. Because when the people say it's boring, it's boring because they don't know what's going on and they don't care. Right.
1: Right. No. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And um, I think in general, it just really comes down to if this type of game spoke to you. I was one of those people once I got the Meridian and I did some of the stuff and I was like, OK, this game just fell off a cliff. It didn't help. It also didn't help that um. Breath of the Wild came out at that time and I just whatever. Listen, man. It's a
2: better game than that game.
1: It was Breath of the Wild is definitely a better game, so you're absolutely right about that. Mm. (laughs) No, it's Mm -mm. definitely a better game. We're not about to get into this whole conversation. Matter
2: of fact, run that poll run oh that God. poll run that poll oh well, well, let me tell you so what's better horizon are you zero looking are you looking Breath for hold,
1: are you looking forward to horizon zero um forbidden west uh 44 percent of people say no 40 percent says yes and the 16 says no nah, man game is boring <laughs> all right <laughs> so, it makes it makes sense you know it's mostly a xbox um uh community around here and stuff but the fact that you know we can't deny that horizon zero dawn is definitely going to be a game that's going to um definitely make waves whenever it does, um, decide to release, um, sometime next year, I will do that post slow-mo, um, which game was better breath of the Wild? And I will actually key that up, but first let's move over to the next topic where we're going to talk about Mr. Sean Layton used to be the VP president of Sony entertainment for, um, America and over in Japan. And he has some very interesting things to say about game pass slow-mo. Um, did you, um, check out the stuff that he said about that last week?
2: I did, and mm-hmm. I'm about to, actually about to pull up the article now because I yeah. wanna, I wanna make sure that when we quote what Sean Layton said. That we're getting it exactly for like, what Sean right.
1: Layton said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because the pony because uh, the pony brigade will be out there to get us if we don't, I, I don't quote don't care, this man correctly. Look,
2: I don't give a damn about oh, the pony brigade or you any sure? other brigade for any other platform. That you know they can kick rocks falls as far as I'm. Yeah, I, I speak the truth, and if you don't like it, that's a, that's a you problem. So look, this is. But this is—I don't. Really, uh, first of all, I don't even know why the Pony Brigade would care. Charlotte Lake doesn't even work for PlayStation anymore. Clear. And I actually look at some of the comments that he's saying here, and I don't think all of it really pertains solely to to the Game Pass. Some of it's really kind of talking about some of the things that Sony are doing right now. Right. But all that said, like I mean, like I I understand his perspective, but I also kind of feel like uh you, you your numbers your math I, I mean, I hope this is a typo because your math ain't right. It's definitely a little wrong. <laughs> your, 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 your math is, 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 is off, off. Like, what? It, <laughs> like, to
1: the point where I do. I even have to question. I had to question the rest of this this interview. Like,
2: <laughs> like, what? like, did they. If I was Sean Layton, I'd be like, yo, I, I there's a typo here because I didn't say 500 million subscribers. Like, <laughs> uh, let, let's just find that. Let me find that quote real quick. I have I have it on my phone right here. Um, I no, actually, So he says it's very hard to launch a hundred a one hundred and twenty million dollar game on a subscription service charging nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. You pencil it out. You're going to have to have five hundred million subscribers before you start to recoup your investment. Let's 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 put a pin in that real quick. Yeah, okay. pin it. So, huh? Okay, so the game, he's talking about one game. So I know a lot of people always have, I've heard other people talk about this and they always go, well, clearly he's not talking about just that game. He's talking about all the games that are in Game Pass. But if that's what he said, I would understand his point way more. But that's not what he said. He's talked about one game with a price for that one game as his example. We can't try to help Sean Layton's point by adding context that isn't there. Right. So I'm not going to go talk about, oh, he's talking about the entire service and all the games that they paid to put in the service. No, because that's not what he said. Now, if that is how other people feel about it, sure, we can have that conversation and I and I would could agree in some points about that. But that's not what Sean Layton's talking about. So it, it, it doesn't need to be brought up period right the 120 million dollars for one game but you gotta have 500 million subscribers to to recoup your investment not get your to not make money to recoup your investment you gotta have 500 million like you does Sean understand that if you had 120 million subscribers, you, you, like, that's a hundred and, I mean, that's $12 billion right there. Like, what, what are you talking about, Sean? Like, it's, it's, it's it's weird. It, the whole thing's weird. Um, he says that's why right now you need to take a lost leading position to try to grow that base. I get that. But still, if you have only 250 million consoles out there, you're not going to get to a half billion subscribers. So how do you circle that square? Nobody has figured that out yet. So the, the other part that I do get, you know, the, the 250 million consoles is him talking about uh, how many... Consoles are are pretty much being being bought every generation. It's it's roughly about two hundred and fifty million, and he's saying that's half of the the, the 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 half a billion subscriber number that he came up with. It's it's just that's not that that math doesn't work in regards to having to to finance Game Pass. And it's it if you had five hundred million subscribers, I mean, that that's 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 crazy. it's it, It's not necessary to have that many. And I'm pretty certain that Xbox themselves probably has a number in mind, a Mm -hmm. number that they want to be at for game pass. That's the, a certain subscriber number that they could say, oh man, this is exactly what we wanted, where we need it. This is the, the sweet spot we want to be at when all of our, our first party games start rolling through. This is where we're going to start making money off of this service explicitly, like making profit out of this, where the return on our investment has been achieved and they're clearly not there yet. But it's clearly not 500 million subscribers. Clearly, that's not the number. I, I know I've been talking the whole lot, man. What, what, what do you think about
1: that? No, no, you're good. I mean, you know, I know you get <laughs> you get real passionate when it comes to people, the portraying of numbers and the way that they actually do it. And I and I, when I saw that 500 million, I was like, man, Netflix didn't even got that many people. <laughs> oh,
0: that's, <laughs> right.
1: that's a ridiculous number right there. But uh, <clears throat> look. It's profitable whenever Microsoft says it's profitable for them, and they have they can't now they haven't came out with any recent updated numbers or anything. But um, shout out like again once again RDX, you know uh, Aaron was on there at one point, and you know in multiple interviews he said that you know they're not profitable when it comes to Game Pass, and we're gonna keep thinking that either they're breaking even or they're just not profitable until they actually come out and say it. But as long as Microsoft is willing to split the beat, I mean kick, you know, split the bill with them and get this um, subscription service off the ground and running. Who really cares? I always tell people, you know, do I care if Microsoft is losing money on Game Pass? Well, they're giving me a service that I think is one of the best in gaming. Shout out I was talking to Taz earlier today and he was like, Thank God um, Game Pass was out for uh, for outriders because he couldn't stay in that game at all you know i mean me and you. i think wasn't that taz we did the we got we got the uh the damage mitigation on when we were playing the game we was like yo what's up with this game why are we doing half damage and stuff you know stuff like that so in general it just comes back to uh you really don't know who sean is really speaking for part of us feels like it's mostly just he's saying his own little thing but you know he well, does.
2: Well, you also got to understand if you read this entire article. This entire article is more of a, like Sean now works with this company, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like his a lot of his thoughts are are really kind of promoting this company that he works for. Yes, I agree. At the same time, because it's like everything seems to kind of like basically what this company's doing is very uh, uh, anti what what you see with a, a subscription a, a subservice like game pass like he talks about uh hurting the creativity of of smaller developers whereas i i don't think that's something that game pass does at all but what his company his company's now doing is kind of like promoting things like that so it's if you're trying to get developers to work with you and not just throw their game into game pass and, and take that bag up front from Microsoft and and see what happens from there, then you're going to try to come up with ways to, to poo poo a service that really is, is, you know, doing, not doing what your current company's doing. Um, Some of the other stuff that he said, I thought spoke against what, what Sony is currently doing right now. And of course we don't know exactly why Sean um, is no longer there anymore. We don't know whether he, he quit, he got fired. Um, there it was clearly he was at odds with some of the things that, that were going on there. But I, you look at this article, you look at his quotes and you can kind of see based off of what they've been doing with PlayStation the past two years, where he has some differences of opinion. Clearly,
1: Yeah. So, some other stuff that he said he says people don't buy consoles because they want more steel and plastic in their living room absolutely correct some people most people do buy consoles to play games so he's absolutely correct about that um he also says everyone has he also says if you can find a way to get content into people's homes without a box then yes indeed people will basically talking about how people will basically play right on devices like Xboxes. where We're gonna be making like a um, thumbstick that can plug it to your TV so you can get game pass and stuff on there. So things like that is definitely a viable thing, um, especially in Microsoft's camp. Um, most of it will be limited by uh, if you have a decent internet connection and um, you have constructed business models that work around that. But the one thing I think he's missing, especially in the 999, quote that he gave for game pass first of all there's two so i mean he went with the lower model of course it it makes his it makes his argument a little bit it seems stronger even knowing that xbox mostly wants to push everybody to xbox ultimate or game pass ultimate because it combines you know pc and everything more benefits xbox live
2: Uh, i kind of think that's like probably the best way to go about it if you think about it because there are people who are still on the one dollar deal
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Who, and, and then there are people who are, you know, doing the 15. So the the if you just go with the baseline, which is like the $10, the,
1: the, the normal. The $10, yeah. And yeah. I agree with that. But the thing I think he's missing is he keeps talking about the one game that costs $120 million to make. Well, we, well, rumor says Halo cost them 500 million and they're willing to put half of that game inside of the prescription for free. And The reason I think this is kind of a thing that he's, he's not thinking about. A lot of other people are thinking about all that is that 999 is just the entry point into game pass to play the games. You think they're gonna give you all of the cosmetics and stuff for free inside of that game? Do you, you know, we we up here talking on podcasts about, you know, Halo Infinite and, you know, some of the stuff that could be available in it. And we're gonna talk about that in uh, the next couple of topics. But, you know, AIs and having voices and stuff and all the stuff they could kind of charge you for that people will be willing to spend 10, 15 bucks to have in that game. So if you take one person that just has a subscription game pass for either 10 or 15 bucks and they start buying microtransactions inside of these games um where do you think that number balloons up to over the course of a month especially if you have the right game that really hits inside the game pass and makes people want to spend money that's why i think xbox is really doubling down really heavily when it comes to especially halo infinite because they see a lot of dollars coming from that game halo halo 5 Didn't sell like as great as other halo games, but guess what it did. It was one of their most successful selling or not selling. Um, one of their most successful games that they made money off of ever and it was because of gate like the the loot boxes like in warzone and the crates and stuff that you could buy inside the game for the customizations and building up your spartans appearance and stuff we see games like destiny that's inside a game pass you get a um discount on silver when you buy it in there and guess what xbox still gets i mean we don't know what the deals of game pass is uh, all you can assume is they still get their 30 percent cut of what they're making off of those things unless they have a particular deal in mind with these developers, which which definitely could be a thing they for, for the change of the game being in Game Pass. They may not take any of the DLC cut, but it's still the fact that just because you buy the game or not even buy the game, just because you play it on Game Pass, there are so many other ways that they can make money off of those games in Game Pass. That is really incredible. Think about games like Madden if they ever went into Game Pass. Ultimate Team is crazy now, so if they was taking some type of cut of that then you're thinking like, yo, on top of people already buying, not buying microtransaction, but where do you think these people buy all of this uh, DLC for all these games at? They still get cuts of that. Just because it's not coming from the Game Pass funnel, they're still making money on the system inherently. Every time you go in there and buy a DLC for a game, when you go buy Dragon Ball Fighter Z, you buy the two different season passes they got for that game at $24.99 a pop, guess what? You just gave Microsoft 30% of that 50 bucks that you just spent on that game. So I think that's what they're kind of missing. Xbox is just trying to get more people inside the ecosystem. The more people that are in the ecosystem, the more money they're going to spend in that ecosystem. And that's why people why that's the main reason places like Sony came up with the whole, we're going to charge you for like crossplay and stuff, because what does crossplay inherently do slow-mo? If you have the ability to play your games anywhere with anybody, what does that- what does that give people the ability to do with their games lemma
2: play it i mean wait i mean with okay, so play it anywhere they want basically yeah, but then you still have to buy Both. the game on the other platform to play it on the other platform. Well, we're talking they're, about free-to-play games. More... We're talking about free-to-play games. Oh, okay, well, yeah, we're free-to-play, yeah, but like cross-play is, is it's in, in in games you got to play up front for as well as free-to-play exactly. games. Exactly. But regardless, Sony is, has that, that, that cross-play tax or or fee or whatever for everybody basically they they they, they added it to the fortnite and if look at fortnite gotta pay it you know your game gonna to have to pay it because they no one's got more leverage you know with sony than epic does when it comes to that game because that game earns more money on every single platform than any other game there is right so, exactly. but when it's I, I think, I think Sean has has like we saw that he's got interesting thoughts, and he and there there are plenty of people who who don't believe Game Pass is a viable option for uh, for a company. We we've we've seen um, the CEO uh, Strauss, uh Zellner, I think that's his name of mm-hmm. Take Two. Uh, Speaking about this and and you look at what take two does that take two doesn't need anything like a game pass all the games that they make uh, are they got their built in communities that are just overwhelmingly will buy whatever that they they put out at whatever price they put it out at. They they're getting all kinds of money off of microtransactions. They were the very first ones to start charging seventy dollars for the the standard base game, and they can do that because they know that like hey like the majority of the people that buy are buying our games are spending well more than that. Right. <laughs> anyway, so like yeah, why not take take an extra ten dollars off of them? What what are you going to do? Not play it? And so, like. Of course, they feel like something like putting our games, uh, like launch games in Game Pass is, is not necessary because we're going to get $70 off of the, these people. What are they Like the same people that would have gone and, and played the game in Game Pass would have just given us $70 for it. So why would we do that? And, and so like it's different for every publisher. Every publisher will, will feel differently about something like this based upon how they sell their games and what kind of games that they're making. All that said i think sean i think probably the biggest thing that sean said in this interview that i disagreed with was was about um diversity and consolidation so i'll i'll read the quote of what he said before i i speak on why i i don't think this 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 is an issue or it's not as bad as how he's claiming it is. He says that with each console generation, the cost of games goes up two times. I agree with that. He says so PS four games were hundred to hundred and fifty million. So it stands the reason that PS five games when they hit their scribe will hit in excess, will be in excess of two hundred million dollars. He's talking about cost of making the game. Mm-hmm. Now, he go he goes on to say it's going to be very difficult for more than a handful of large players to compete in that space. During that time, we have also seen more consolidation. Consolidation is the enemy of diversity in some ways. Now, when he talks about consolidation, he's talking about Tencent, Microsoft, Sony, even Facebook acquiring these studios. We saw another studio got acquired today. I think the studio that made Streets of Rage 4 got acquired by uh some publisher today. I can't remember which publisher it was. Mm-hmm. It was a smaller publisher, but regardless, he he goes on to say it takes a lot of playing pieces off of the table as they grow into these larger conglomerates and again, we end up with this problem with diversity. So, my 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 thought on this is that Sean is seeing a problem or he's seeing something uh, different with this consolidation that wasn't happening before. And he feels like this will bode poorly on diversity in gaming and game development. It's no different, honestly, than what has always happened in the gaming industry. It's just that instead of those develop those development studios potentially just going away, shutting their doors because they ran out of money and they couldn't, they couldn't continue to develop games when Mm -hmm. they weren't making enough. They instead became a first party for a platform or, or became owned by a big third party publisher. Like that could have been Ninja Theory. That could have been Obsidian that closed their doors forever. But instead Microsoft stepped up, made them a part of Xbox game studios. We, we got, we, most most recently, we we have uh, Returnals developer uh, Housemark that got acquired by Sony, and there's all the whole you know all the rumors that Bluepoint Games might also be that as well. Um, this is this is the way the industry's always been. This doesn't hurt diversity, because although Sony may tell their studios what to make. Xbox Game Studios doesn't. They Those studios still have their own creative freedom to make whatever they want. But even if Xbox was doing that, the difference has, what this gaming industry always has, has enjoyed is there is always an indie developer willing to step into the void. There's always a developer that comes up and you find out how, great they actually were. They do something different that no one else does. They take risks that big publishers with AAA games would never do. That's always going to be there.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Ten years ago, we didn't know who Larian Studios was. But we know who Larian Studios is now. Yeah. Ten years ago, like 20 years ago, when Interplay was was a big deal, and when they went down, people had no idea that out of the ashes of that would be Bioware, would be Obsidian in Exile, and then now that Bioware is on the way down, there are studios born out of what came from Bioware that's picking up the fl- the the flag and continuing on with with uh, Human Head. With with Archetype Entertainment, Yellow Brick Games, there will always be indie developers that, that will stand will that will show their worth. We see games like Death's Door. Mm-hmm. And People are like like that's a game that a year ago nobody knew existed. True. And now for the past two weeks, it's all people have been talking about. Like there is never going to be indie developers or are, are, are not like there's a lack of diversity in the gaming industry. If you feel like there's a lack of diversity in the gaming industry, you need to stop playing triple A games all your life. Cause that's like clearly all you play, play some double A games, play some Indies. You'll get your diversity. There's always quality there. And the ones that do the best are the most, uh, most successful They get the best, the best reviews, they're the ones that become these, these midsize double A studios. They're the ones that come up. And then now in the future, there'll be these new studios that we talk about so highly. So there's, I, there's no issue with diversity in the gaming industry. I think Sean is, is he's worried about something that doesn't need to be worried about.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. At a certain point, that's mostly what it just comes back to. Um, you know, it's always a story around something um, if you dig deeper into it. Um, part of the reason I just think in general, um, Sony just, well, he's not even a part of Sony anymore, but you know, he's, he's been a part of Sony for like 30 plus years. And when he, when he hears conversation about what's happening on other platforms and the validity of everything that's going on there, and then you just tie the diversity part into it, it's kind of just feels like. You know, even if you're not a part of that family anymore, it's like your family's under attack, so you gotta come to not say to rescue or anything, but you gotta put in your piece on what you think is going on when it comes to just that conversation in general in an un unofficial capacity, because um Sony's not gonna come out and do that, unfortunately. But no, you're you're absolutely right, and I agree one hundred percent on it what you had to say on that. But um moving on from um sean layton and game past talk let's talk about sales in general so xbox recently over the last couple of weeks announced that the xbox series s and x are by far the best selling xboxes ever um and then playstation 5 comes out and once again breaking sales they have passed 10.1 million units sold Uh, to date which is less than a year which surpasses pretty much every system that they ever sold um and it's once again we're on pace to break psm two numbers for the ps5 but we all know that's about longevity and not about how fast you can get there you know that that number is only going to get a clip if they stop making systems in general and they not making systems but stop making um next-generation consoles, and they just stick with the PS5. That's the the only way I think PS2 is ever going to get eclipsed by at least Sony. Uh, I don't even know if Nintendo's going to get there, because I think Nintendo might refresh their Switch beforehand and kind of take themselves out of the race. But, um, slow-mo, like, we're not really not that big of a news but what do you think of the health of the gaming industry as of right now because everybody's eating everybody's doing well you know playstation's doing well sony's doing well and i just think that the conversation that everybody can do well in this media and do well in this atmosphere bodes well for the gaming industry so what do you think about it
2: yeah i mean i've I've been saying this for a little while now that like the gaming industry has grown so much that like the the times where 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 if someone was in third place and there'll always be articles like, yo, so when will said company uh, give up on said platform? it's just like, no, no, that that's not happening. Cause they're all making money. They're all doing great. They're, they're all, they're all being profitable and they're all have very healthy ecosystems. So it's like, it's not, none of these companies need to, to, or, or just because they're not making as much as like two others, do they need to uh, uh, give this up and move on to something else? No, that, that that's not the case. Gaming has grown so much, and I, I you even look at like say, <clears throat> I think we were talking about this last night in regards to sales numbers of like some older games, and we were just like we we couldn't believe that like. Some of the sales numbers that we were seeing for like an older game in the article was like a big deal back then, because now like these games are selling way more, and it's and it's because there are more gamers out there to sell to, and gaming has become more mainstream. Gaming um uh, overall makes more money than the music industry and the movie industry. This is the reason why you see Amazon and and Google and and Netflix there's so many other companies that are trying to get a piece of this pie because there's a lot out there to get a hold of and it's it's no it's not shocking at all to see that Oh, the Xbox Series X and S consoles are 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 outselling the previous Xboxes, and this is the like so far that the best start that they've had. Well, I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> of course, it is. There's there's more gamers out there to enjoy the to enjoy these these games with. A oh, PlayStation Five is 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 outselling uh, as far as uh, time adjusted to what things were back in 2013. The PlayStation Four. Well, yeah. Because there, even with shortages, yeah, because there's more gamers out here to to enjoy these games, and so it's, it shouldn't be shocking to anybody at all.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, super chat by the way. Yeah, I just seen it. Uh Shout out to Aronimus with the five dollar super chat. Death Door is a game of the year. Yeah, I said it. I will say it again until Psychonauts Two comes out. Twenty twenty one is the year of the indie and double A game. Look, there. I don't know, man, there's there's been some good AAA games that came out um, this year. I mean, Ratchet and Clank is definitely one of them, uh, even though and I do believe Ratchet and Clank is just a great looking Ratchet and Clank game. But you can't take away the fact that that game looks incredible, plays incredible and um, stuff like that. And I think Returnal would have been a really good one if a lot of people were able to play that game day one without all of the issues. And I kind of think that's kind of been the story of this beginning of this generation. Games that really could have stood out and did something that most people didn't think it could do kind of got you know overshadowed by the fact that they had issues. Like Outriders was one of those games. You know, If the game would have worked flawlessly day one, and never had no issues can you imagine what the hype and um support of that game was people were supporting that game even when it was busted we had people like lord cognito shout out to him and the iron lords he was willing to give them a complete pass on deleting all his gear on his character and gave for them three weeks gave the, the, the game for he three weeks. gave those dudes oh he gave those dudes a long time before he pretty much gave up on that game so no, I do agree. The games that have worked, damn, that's a good shot right there. Uh, the games that have um worked have been definitely hold the eighty games. Yeah. go hold, ahead. Hold, t- time, 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 time. Go ahead, time, go, ahead time. go ahead,
2: go ahead. Uh, Sakuda, th- thank you in the chat for for bringing this up. You, you, I'm gonna tell you why Horizon Zero Dawn is losing this. I know why right it's losing. It should be losing. No, it's losing because you can't get the name right for nothing. You have said the name wrong this entire show. So badly, they even wrote it wrong. You wrote Horizon Zero West. Oh, I did. Well, people knew what it was. (laughs) No, No, they don't because (laughs) it could be because if you just change one word, it's Horizon Forbidden West, which isn't out yet.
1: No. Oh, Dawn, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. So are
1: you, are are you trying to say something? I'm trying to say I rigged it slow-mo? No,
2: I'm just saying. Exactly. People know what it means. I don't understand how not only do you say words wrong, but you write them wrong too. Because I was
1: was saying the word as I was writing it.
2: You, you you could have kept that to yourself sir
1: you have to read it no, oh no you no, no, to read no, the slow-mo's attention man <laughs> th-
2: thank you for bringing that to my attention oh I, this, this, man this i feel ridiculous. Bad. okay
1: shout out to after his passion with the ten dollars super chat gaming has reached a point where it is no longer about a slice of the pie it's about the pie expanding and there's being enough for all the industry players now and it'll expand even more absolutely shout out to you with all the great facts always supporting the channel always supporting us on both platforms really appreciate you bro thanks for coming through
2: wow they even added in the corny the corny dance routines during during timeouts in this oh yeah they did dog
1: they they went all out on nba dog (laughs) they went all out on nba like they, they be shimmying, they be doing all types of crazy stuff in the, in the um, halftime show and everything, bro, or just in timeouts, it's it's a, it's a fun game. And if you, if you, it, it's by far one of the best looking games on next gen, I mean, it shouldn't be too hard as a sports game, but, uh, I think it's more about the animation that they put into the game. Visual concepts on a different level when it comes to that, that's the one thing I will give them credit for. And then, um, all the rest of that goes to 2k when it comes to the monetization side of it <laughs> but uh mm-hmm. absolutely man uh appreciate you uh actor's passion but uh but no I, I i he threw me off with that because i can't believe i actually did put z- z- west at the end of that but then again that is it, a re it was still gonna win breath of the wild was gonna win no matter what slow
2: you do know that right well you know what you're probably right yeah. Because people have this uh, unnatural obsession with Zelda and and, and and overrating any Zelda game, so yeah, you're right. It was going to win regardless. Yeah, and if
1: if uh, Breath of the Wild two would have came out this year and not sometime next year, it would have won. It would it would have won Game of the Year this year, hands down.
2: But you know, you know what? They could take unfinished Breath of the Wild two right now and launch it right now it win and win Game it of still- the Year. It will win game of the year. I'm glad you admit that an unfinished game, was still win game of the year just cause of Zelda. Yeah. A, mm, that's Zelda. exactly what it is. It's, 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 it, it makes no sense to me. But anyway, matter of fact, I have a question for you because, uh, if you look at what, 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 x uh, said that's...
1: Forte, x said, uh, Forte, you could pronounce or write any way your heart desires. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Uh,
2: x ex- don't, don't give him any, any uh any motivation to continue this foolishness okay we (laughs) we want him to do better not not to just be complacent and getting words wrong medic med med iq
1: said nintendo got all the hearts and minds yeah he's right about that too
2: yeah that's true go ahead um so game of the year let's have a quick little little side side uh uh topic about this real quick (laughs) It's now August. We're we're coming into the, the 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 home stretch of things. There there are a good number of games that still haven't come out yet. Battlefield twenty forty two, Halo Infinite, Deathloop, of Bridge of Spirits. It's a lot of games that still haven't come out yet. But that's it. The majority of the year is already over. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at. Typically, it's about what five or six games get nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah. You, there haven't been a lot of AAA games that have been worthy. Mm. And so I've seen a lot of people recently talk about how, oh, this is the worst year for gaming and this kind of, that kind of stuff, right? Um, And I kind of wonder what they play because I've been enjoying myself and playing, you know, a, a lot of games. Is it possible that because usually what happens with 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 uh, with uh Game of the Year is that there's that one token indie, you know, that, that one token indie that gets nominated. You know, it's it's got no shot of winning, but it gets nominated anyway, right? Like Hades, uh, Celeste got nominated one year. It's always one. Mm-hmm. This is how Game of the Year always turns out. There's always one token indie. There's always one token Nintendo game nominated, whether it deserved to be or not. Last year was Animal Crossing. And and then there's like a bunch of action adventure AAA games because you know that's that's what always sells. Like you know for certain, sports and racing games have no shot. It could be the best racing game ever. Horizon uh, Forza Horizon Five could be the best racer that ever existed. It will not get nominated for Game of the Year. Why? It's a racing game. So that's it. There's so many indies some really good indies that have come out that I wonder if they're going to have to add more indies to this category or is it possible Halo Infinite might actually have a shot it's less competition
0: what do you think (laughs) (laughs) you might be right uh
2: I'm thinking uh, Death's Door is a lock. Death's uh, not for, Death not for Door. The Death's. Do, well, it's, it's, it's a lock for a nomination.
1: Oh, it's definitely not for a nomination. I
2: I think that a hundred percent. Um, I think Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is a lock for a nomination. Yeah,
1: well, they're gonna have to have a triple A game in there. They're going. Oh, they're to,
2: gonna have more than one. They're oh yeah. One. Well,
1: how many Sony t- <laughs> first party do you think will be in there? you think Miles Morales will be this, in this, there?
2: The, no, 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 no. Because that came out last year
1: no but it came out after didn't it come out after the um the, the no, no, no no it came out before well, we no
2: it came out before we know cyberpunk would have uh, been in there if they would actually it, had a it game got that worked some nominations for other other t- other uh categories but not game of the year
1: oh okay got you got you got you well we know cyberpunk would have been up there if the game actually worked it would have been yeah
2: probably probably because because that's the other thing like the the studios that are the media darling studios, like Overwatch won that one year. Overwatch mm-hmm. didn't deserve to win, but that's back before Blizzard, you know, back when Blizzard was was beloved. Right. So, you know, back when Bioware was beloved, Dragon Age Inquisition won. And why? It was off of the strength of of the fact that they had just finished the Mass Effect trilogy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's always, like, like, Freaking Fallout 4 got a nomination. You know damn well that game didn't deserve to be nominated. Come on. But like, so there were people giving it hundreds, you know, Fallout 4, giving, giving it hundreds, even though like uh, they, they were saying that the, the bugs were, were charming. Yeah, that's true. But but those kind of studio, all those studios I just mentioned don't have any, Uh, they they, they, they don't have any uh, leeway with gamers and, and media types any further. Which one they, of they, the... They screwed um, it all the way.
1: Which one of the Nintendo IPs do you think going to be in the Game of Year conversation that released this year? We saw uh, that... Isn't it isn't it a Pokemon coming out? It comes out at the end of the year, November.
2: Man, it might be too late. Yeah. They, they, did, a, they did a Mario Golf, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, Mario Golf definitely ain't gonna be in the game of the year conversation. <laughs> yeah, as much as, as much, as much as I want to say Mario Car- Mario Golf know. is that deal. It is fun, man, but it it ain't gonna be in the game of the year. Look, man, if if, if listen, it's basically a rip off of everybody's golf because Sony, I feel like, did the better golf game when it comes to that type of gameplay. But uh, yeah, it's definitely not gonna be that. Maybe. Maybe, what was the game? Did, man, what game just came out for them? Maybe Monster Hunter um, Stories 2, depending on Monster Hunter Rise. The, uh,
2: I mean, okay. If,
1: if, if, there's an, if there's a Nintendo, those, I don't know, man. Because they really haven't came out with anything this year. I mean, well, Metroid comes out at the end of the year. So it might be Metroid, it might be
2: Dread. What's up, what's up, Jedi? I see, uh, I see uh, the homie Jet in the chat. Yeah. Uh, it might be Dread. Dread might be it. If it's, if it's as good
1: as people think it's going to be. Dread? Metroid Dread?
2: Uh, no, no, you, no, have no. Having if it is, though, no no, Slobo? No, it's not, no. It, it's <laughs> oh, not. So,
1: so you want to say that Mario Golf has a chance to be in there, but Metroid Dread doesn't? <laughs>
2: Well okay, all right well, when is Metroid Dread coming out?
1: September, I believe.
2: All right, probably. You're probably right. It probably will get nominated. They got <laughs> to do one Nintendo nomination. They do it every year. Yeah, they gotta and get Nintendo has to get their has to get their nomination.
1: The only the only uh, pu- the only um, publisher manufacturer of systems that don't get nominations every year so is Microsoft.
2: Right, right. Even <laughs> when Ori, even Ori even
1: Ori couldn't even get up in there and,
2: and, Ori and didn't I game nom- yeah,
1: was great. <laughs>
2: That's why I wanted to bring it up because, like, let's let's say let, let's say just for the sake of argument, Halo Infinite's campaign is is the best campaign that that 343's ever did. It won't
1: get nominated. You <laughs> said it still won't get nominated. It won't get nominated if it does. Because part of me feels like if it gets nominated, it's going to be because it's it's like a it's like a sympathy boat, a pity boat, some stuff like that. It's like, are you really voting on this just because? It, you want to be nice to Microsoft. Now, I'm not saying like the last time Halo was Game of the Year material, I think was Halo 3, honestly. Halo, Halo
2: three. Yeah. yeah, Halo 3. Halo
1: 1 actually won it. The first Halo did.
2: No, no, it wasn't Halo Reach. Halo Reach, I don't think it was in. No, it was Halo, over. Halo
1: Reach didn't get up there. It was it was Halo 3. Uh, Halo 3 was the Halo last 3, time yeah. they had it. Well, they I don't think and it didn't win Game of the Year that year. It was up there. Uh Halo. Combat Evolved was the only Halo, I believe that one game of the year. But, um, yeah, Microsoft, I mean, they have opportunities. They got a bunch. They, I mean, shoot, they got Halo coming out. They got Forza. The thing with Forza is it kind of gets thrown and they throw it in a weird category, like sports category. And I'm sitting there like, well, is it a sport? Yeah, it's technically a sport, but then they, they, they took away the racing category. Remember when they did, I was like, where's the racing category? Oh no. It's just all sports now
2: right right so it's like and, and 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 every time forza comes out it wins it it wins down. it hands down and it's, it's going to win it this time it's, it's, it's a high quality game being you know put up against very generic uh um recycle sports games that are just really really roster updates, updates and minor yeah. improvements here and there
1: absolutely So
2: it's, i mean they're, they're glorified patches or expansions to a previous sports game so like it's not even it's not even a, a competition. I I if Forza Horizon Five is better than Forza Horizon Four, it absolutely deserves to be nominated for Game of the Year, but it won't be. It won't cause be. because it's a racing game. Yeah. Uh, well, after well, his passion with the five dollars super chat says, uh, actually, did we get his previous? Yeah, we got it. No. I got it. Okay. Um, oh no, we did. not I didn't see this one. So uh, okay. Look, okay, hold on. i I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it. Uh, go ahead. After his patch with the $5 Super Chat says, Forte is not butchering the English language. He's expanding the lexicon. Lexicon. Slow-mo doesn't understand Forte's genius. Yo, that- He made me feel
1: so good about myself.
2: (laughs) I mean, he's like, (laughs) you clearly are giving him way more credit than he deserves. No, man. And the other $5 Super Chat says, Bethesda would never win another game of the year. Can you guess why? Uh, I think he's insinuating it's because- Because they're owned by uh, Microsoft. Because they're owned by Microsoft um i'm going to say it's because uh, even before they got owned by microsoft that the uh, the overall game and media um fell out fell out of love
1: with Bethesda with games Bethesda
2: after fallout uh, 76 and so they'll never be nominated again uh uh, nor do i feel that uh fallout 4 deserved to be nominated i can see skyrim even though i'm not really into that game but so many people love that game that i think it deserved to be you know nominated and stuff like that but uh uh now now bethesda is what i think is one of those studios that has have kind of coasted on their their popularity Uh, bethesda game studios that is not like the published game the published studios and stuff but um, yeah. I feel like they, they're going to have to prove themselves again. Hopefully Starfield it turns out to be everything that everyone hopes it is and that will be their kind of like return um, to uh, to to form, but we'll see. But regardless, I think game of the year this year is going to be very interesting. I don't think there's going to be any game that's going to be like, oh, it's definitely this game.
1: Yeah. Well, 11-11 2022 will be the day we see. I, I think that might be the... F- first time that Microsoft might actually have a chance of winning a game of the year. Um, honestly, I, am not saying that halo can't do it. I'll be, I will be h- highly surprised if it does and be happy because I feel like that's a, that's a redemption story for a studio that definitely needs it because, um, 343 it's kind of been under the gun ever since they acquired or re- was pretty much given the halo IP and to some people's, um, made, they feel like they don't deserve it they don't you know they shouldn't be the stewards of that great franchise but if they could turn it around and make this game um as good as a lot of people want it to be and um make that multiplayer that single player sing then yeah it's it's a definitely a possibility that, that could happen you know
2: what since, since you're bringing up halo infinite that's what about well to, that's go, that was a transition yeah, just, just so go ahead and get into
1: it. halo technical beta final impressions me and Slomo, but I think Slomo Slomo definitely played it more than I did because I had to work over the weekend. But we both put a lot of time into it. um I know. Did you get a chance to play the actual PvP mode of yes. it? So you did yeah. get a chance to do that. They did so. it for
2: about three hours. Three hours um, on on last Sunday. Okay. Um, and and so the, so basically, I, I'll just go do a overview. Yeah, you go do
1: your overview on movie. what you thought of everything. And um... oh no, I
2: mean, I was going to talk about like how three four three laid everything out. And yeah, so, go ahead. So they this is a this was a technical preview. It wasn't a beta, it wasn't a closed beta, open beta. Probably would get more more flights coming later on that will be more along those lines to allow people to dig into uh different modes and PvP even further. all this really had us do was do bot arena, which was four players going up against four bots, and they have Four difficulty classes of bots and so the lowest is recruit, but they didn't actually allow us to play against recruits because I mean honestly like that did they, you see did
1: you see the <laughs> no did, purpose. You, did you see the tier that we played against on the first day? Can you imagine <laughs> yeah, what day. what
2: was recruit? What would a cruise
1: would have
0: been?
2: You're standing huh? there <laughs> and shoot at the ground. <laughs> right? We so like, didn't go uh, shoot at you. <laughs> The first, the, the second most difficult class is Marine. The Marine bots, and I mean they—they they were just getting slaughtered left and right. It was uh, that's the one where me and Forte played together. The first, their very, uh, for, very first day, very first day, yeah. And, and it really, it was more about getting used to the 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 new weapons, uh, the feel of the weapons, the the maps. Uh, that first day was only one map available to play live fire, live yeah, live fire um i like that map though i like it uh the the guns um and and the changes that they've made so going from halo guardians to halo infinite they've taken out the spartan charge they've taken out the ground pound they've taken out the the thruster uh, dodge uh, away from from a spartan charge they've taken out the uh, assassinations it's very much old school halo where you are uh character movement is very important and in, in avoiding enemy fire and one-on-one fights uh being familiar with the weapons and how they work is very is, is very important um, they did add Sprint though although Sprints not as fast as some other games it still uh allows the the pace of the game to be quicker than previous uh the previous uh Halo, Halo multiplayer games and uh, even though you have ADS, it's having ADS is like there are a lot of situations where you should just do hip fire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> absolutely! Because like you, you get you you you're trying to aim down sights and shoot someone, and if when, once they hit you back, you're you getting knocked out of ADS. You're just hurting yourself at that point. So, uh, but it's i i i was really enjoying it um the very next day they moved everyone from marine odst i mean sorry from marine bots to odst bots uh i didn't there was a difference in in competency of those they they were way more grenade spam i just saw
1: way more grenades than anything
2: yeah they just throw a lot of grenades like where are y'all um, pulling they, grenades from y'all butt? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How do y'all have so many grenades? Like agreed. <laughs> like just it's, it's, just it's raining grenades in the sky it was crazy. But um, they weren't difficult though, uh, and and they were very very uh uh predictable. Uh, I, everyone would know at the start of a match that all the ODST bots will run towards one of the of the of the like the the utilities on the map to get. Like, or or they were run towards, in live fire, they were all run towards the center to try to grab the sniper rifle. Mm -hmm. Or in in Recharge, or one of the other maps, they were all run towards the active camo. And so people would just run there, and then we'd be spamming grenades at them, as they were all huddled together like a bunch of idiots. You know, it just wasn't... (laughs) The AI still needs some work. Uh, people were afraid of the Spartan bots, man. I was working them things over. They they were nobodies, right? Yeah, people so were scared it, to go around corners on the Spartan bots, man. It was crazy. <laughs> I'm like why? It's, it's like, they're not that difficult. Come on. But um, the diff- But uh, as soon as actual live players got into it, that's when it it really, really, really got fun. It. I think this is. Uh, it, it's shaping up to be the best PvP that three four three has done for Halo. Which is uh definitely something that, that is is good to know. And I, I think my very first match, I had like twenty-four kill, like PvP match against other players. I had like twenty-four kills, ten deaths. I was feeling good. And then now you the very next match... The... next match.
1: Go ahead. Very next next very next match. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> the very next match you what? Man, it was six sweaty. and twenty three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> whoa 23 come on now no no it was more like it was more like eight and 13 and oh. i was just like oh no. <laughs> i was like oh okay well you know yeah this is halo this is halo pvp right here <laughs> exactly so it was like every other every other match i was like for three hours i was playing it was just like every other match was like good match we won bad match got my head slapped. And it was just but I I was loving it though because it was like this is this is Halo. You know, this is you know map control. When 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 is that rocket launcher coming back up? Whether even if you don't want the rocket launcher you don't want the other team to get the rocket launcher, so you're watching for the rocket launcher because right. you know other people are going to go after it. Let me go pull out the uh, the battle rifle, and as soon as I see someone getting near that rocket launcher, I, I just start knocking them down. Just, or I pick I it up myself, and I just start firing like, off on dudes. Like It's old school Halo right i like it a lot i like it a lot i'm looking forward to playing more of it hopefully and i do expect this to happen And that like maybe in september maybe next month we'll get another flight coming in and it will be more there'll be no bots it'll be more just pvp but like i've been doing a lot of talking man what 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 did you what were your impressions oh
1: man my impressions uh i loved it i i talked to slow-mo the day that they showed off the first PVP match. Cause a lot of people can just show us a full match. Could have kept showing, you know, slow-mo hated it. How the way they broke it up at E3 where they just showed us kind of just the gameplay from a detached camera angle. He was like, that's not gameplay. So he wanted to see actual gameplay of it too. And when I saw the gameplay, I was like, man, this looks slow. And I was a little worried at first, but then I thought about, I was like, you know what, before I take the Twitter, and say anything stupid that i can't take back because that do- that definitely does happen to people on twitter a lot i said oh, let me I-, I said let me wait until this um this game come out cuz i'll be playing it in less than a day so and once i got in i was thoroughly shocked how much faster that game moves Now, I still think Guardians moves faster because you have a higher run speed in Guardians, especially with the um, the abilities like the dash and, um, and, and the dodge and everything like that and the ground pound, you can just get across the map a lot quicker in some regards. But the fact that they boosted your walk speed was really noticeable. Like to the point where you didn't even have to really run in the game, like if you run in the game, you stay. You're on radar. If you walk, you're not. Um, they tried to do a really good gameplay balance versus having your having your shield recharge versus not being able to have it recharge, like they did in Halo Five. If you ran, if you like sprint in Halo Five, your your uh, shields didn't recharge until you actually stopped. Um, in this game, it just recharges naturally, and it actually recharges, it feels like, a lot faster even than Halo, uh, Halo 5's uh, recharge, so it basically promoted, you know, fast gameplay, get back into the action, you know, I think, I think it set out to do exactly what it needed to do. The one and like you talked about the bots and everything, it, yeah, they were they were cupcakes on day one. Day two, you just it's like got killed by a couple of grenades. It's like okay, this is just a grenade spam. Um, I'm just gonna you know <laughs> watch these corners because you know the computer see you come around that corner. First a grenade comes, then then comes a br or whatever gun they're shooting you with. Mostly the sidekick because the sidekick was on a whole other level, especially when you got up the Spartan difficulty. I felt like, I felt like a God running around with the, um, the sidekick, the sidearm. It's really, really good. Got a really high TTK, really it's enjoyed It's not OP life.
2: like the Halo Combat Yeah, it's Evolved not
1: system. OP like the, like the, like the hand cannon in Halo Combat Evolve. So, uh, I feel like it, it's a, it's a learning curve. It's very steep, but it's a learning curve. And I didn't know how I felt about it, but no aim assist. Like there is aim assist in it, but it is like. Probably the weakest aim assist I've ever played in a console shooter, like to the point where with the sniper, I literally had to get to the point where if I'm not if, if you see somebody get sniped and get a headshot in Halo Infinite while they're running across the map or like this really quick scope or something, they did that. That was work unless they come back and add a little bit more aim assist to the game lord have mercy oh, the the amy was was phenomenal i it took a minute to get used to but i prefer this type of skill the more you play the game the better your shot will get uh i think going into we didn't talk about the armory but i think the armory is a is a yeah. great place for you to learn the distance and engagements in guns um that's where i realize what like not what guns to use at what you know distances but how to use that gun like you know if you're watching the spartans run back and forth across the armory and stuff you're like okay if i'm using the br what you get knocked out of your scope if they shoot at you so i'm not good like if they're like midway i'm not gonna look down sight because it's a good chance that they can just shoot me with a sidearm or they can shoot me with the auto rifle or the um the assault rifle and knock me out of my scope but if they're further away like halfway across the map then you might want to pull out your scope and use your scope then because it's a better chance that even if they do hit you it won't be consistent enough to the point where they're always knocking you out of it so there's like a really good trade-off in the gameplay when it comes to that i thought it would drive me nuts that they kept knocking me out of my scope
2: but the, the, the sniper rifle is better is better off on it, maps that we haven't been able to enjoy yep, yet. Like see big, yet. Big team battle, like uh, the kind of maps that you would you would have like enjoyed and say like uh, playing on Blood Gulch and stuff like that back in the day. Like those kind of maps, you're you're going to see a lot more use out, out of stuff like the sniper rifle will be way more effective. Like play, having the sniper rifle on live fire, or bizarre. Like it, it well. Actually, I don't even recall ever seeing it on on Bazaar. I think only they only had the Rockets up on on the rocket launch up on Bazaar. But regardless, I like some some weapons aren't going to be all that useful. We did get a super chat from uh, uh the 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 Med IQ five dollar super chat. Appreciate that, bro. He says, "How do y'all feel about the new weapons? I enjoyed the Commando and the Ravager was putting in work. Uh, me personally, I, I I agree with you. Uh, Ravager man, was on the Commando." Uh... Really? You like
1: the command? I, I was hit or miss on the I commando. Look,
2: the commando's my favorite weapon in hat okay. right now. Like I was every time I got a commando, I just is like, let's let's go to work. Like I cause I I I'm, I'm telling you I'm killing like two or three people before somebody can put me down. Like I, I was every single time I had it, I, I loved it. Uh it was I, I, I see someone saying that they think it needs a buff. I'm like, if they buff it. People gonna be asking for a nerf immediately because I I felt like that the damage it does and where it is right now is perfect. I, I like that one. I like the pistol. I think the BR is good. The BR is in a good place, and the and I, I, really like, I, I really like I really like how the uh, the assault rifle feels. I I I didn't get a chance to touch the Ravager actually. I actually no I did use it not very often, and I I planned on going into the academy and and just doing the 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 training on it just because like that one and there's that other one i can't remember the name of the other one uh the the one's like a harpoon what's it called the uh, skewer the skewer the skewer yeah because i was missing that all every single oh time. i i yo i
1: got a couple people with that boy right in their head and that was a one
2: shot kill yeah it's, a you, it's kill. no matter where you, you hit him at it. with that gun you just <laughs> gotta you hit him. <laughs> yeah like it's like and then you miss and then the reload on it is so like if i miss i'm just switching to my, my, yep. my other weapon because i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try to reload in front of mm. you the reload takes like three seconds no yeah
1: it's pretty ridiculous bro <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous <laughs> but no but the thing but dog that listen man can you imagine i was playing now for f like they gave you the ability to change your fov now i didn't play yeah. it I didn't check it on console. Did did you play it on your Xbox Series S?
2: I did play it a did little it al- bit on my Series S. Did it allow you to change
1: the FOV on Series S?
2: I didn't even check. I didn't Yeah, even I check. didn't check I- either
1: on Xbox. I made to- can anybody in the chat verify? I mean, I know Rand, I know you played it uh all on Xbox or anybody else. Um could you change the FOV? Because on cons on PC you can go up to one twenty. When I was on PC, I put it at a hundred. It's just not something I'm used to. Being a thing on console, so I didn't even go in there to check to see if you could change it. But um, yeah, if you did yeah, change your FOB, much, what did you change it to?
2: Yeah, that, that's pretty much the reason why I didn't check it because I'm like, I, I didn't expect it to be there. And so I didn't even bother looking. But uh, the I, you asking me about that, it kind of brings me to something I thought, well, I kind of, and of course, it's a technical preview. So I'm not like harping on this or anything, yeah. but performance on PC was very, very inconsistent. Yes. It. It's it's not optimized very well right now for PC. Uh, um, People with thirty nineties, I got a thirty seventy, and there there are people with even like the twenty series Nvidia cards, and they're just like, yeah, I gotta put it on medium (laughs) just to get a high frame rate, you know. And it's uh, people moving moving the resolution down to ten eighty p. And put in and just so they can have the the frame rate at one hundred and twenty, and I'm just like, yo, this is, it really shouldn't be this this uh this resource heavy. For me, I was playing at fourteen forty p, ultra settings, and I knew it was an optimization issue. There was something going on because my my FPS was yo yoing. I was using MSI Afterburner to check my you know look at my FPS in real time while I was playing. And I was averaging at the time anywhere between like 75 and 85 frames per second. And then on the second day, it kept going from like 75, 80, 80 uh, to 85 FPS to 15, like wow. in a second. And so that's j- extremely jarring. And then it would stay there for like 10 seconds at like 15, 25 frames per second, then go back up. And I'm just like, nah, this ain't, this, this ain't right. So I started looking around the internet and people were saying... But the the on on Saturday when I when I went back to it, people were saying, make, "Pick your your minimum frame rate to 144 frames per second, and your maximum to the uh, to 144 frames per second. Basically, whatever your the hertz of your monitor is or your or your your TV, make that the minimum and maximum on PC, and yeah. then that would uh it would kind of force the game to try to stick to that frame rate, and me doing that kept it. Over hundred frames per second for the rest of my time playing it, like it, it stayed in the one ten to one twenty range um, going forward. Which at fourteen forty p and ultra settings is uh, ultra ultra graphical settings is is pretty nice. Now on that on Friday because of all that, I didn't know what to do. I didn't see that whole with the change it to thing. I said, let me just play this on Xbox because I can't play it on PC right now. It's unplayable the way it was playing. First mm-hmm. match forte. Uh-oh, here we go. First match, the game crashes. <laughs> I'm I'm all, I'm not even halfway through the match, like game crash. I said, "All right, let's start, start over." I get in, I get back in, do a match, complete it, do another match, complete it. Go into a fourth match. I get I get lo- I logged into the floor. Like when I get into the game, It's on Recharge, the Recharge map. I'm Mm -hmm. halfway through the floor. It was crazy. I'm just like, what's happening here? I can fire my gun. I can throw grenades, but I'm halfway through the floor, (laughs) so I can't do anything. So I just quit the game, and I just said, you know, I think I'm done tonight. So... (laughs) you know it's got some some performance issues which is fine as i said before it's a technical preview this you rather deal with that in july in a technical preview than in november or 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 october or whatever whenever this game comes out and it's the full release and you're dealing with that kind of stuff so i'm fine i'm fine with it it's just uh i i the performance stuff is something that when i did the survey and i did my feedback to them i brought I brought, you know I made sure they were aware of that so that they could try to get that stuff rectified in the future
1: oh speaking of um speaking of um of that what how did you how long did you do with the survey
2: oh that survey took forever man that was <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know i was like bro can, can, I mean, questions I got left, like, how, no. how long is this going to take? It took me <laughs> probably about 30 minutes to finish the server.
1: Wait, wait. When they asked you that one question when they, before they got to, like, your controller inputs, and stuff, they said, do you know, we want to have a, we, we're, we're we're balancing how long the server is, ver- I mean, the survey is versus, you know, player time. Would you like to answer more questions about this? And when you clicked it, it was like, controller, and you was like, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then they ask like, you. Oh my, yeah. And, and then when you get to the end, it gives you like a list, like this list of stuff. It's like, do you want to talk? Or do you want to keep going and talk about this in your survey? And it's like seven extra things, and I was like, no, in survey.
2: <laughs> yeah, the last five minutes of that survey, I, I just started <laughs> clicking stuff, man. I'm just like, nope, yep, yep, nope. It was great. It's great. It's great. It's great, it great. Great. Like I'm just like. In this,
1: in, in this, this, in this, in this now. <laughs> Put in me out of my now. misery,
2: like, <laughs> this, this is too long. But no, I, I uh, especially at the end, the end you could actually like type out like thing, you know, uh, well, what, what do, you, do you have any additional feedback about this category? And, you know, so like, I, like, I, like you remember, I, I wrote, I was writing every little thing that I know this down and thought things I thought needed adjusting and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um yeah, I I made sure that I gave them all the feedback that I possibly could, hopefully, you know, but when we get into the next flight, uh none of that stuff would be present. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Um we put a uh we put a poll up in the chat. What was your favorite multiplayer map in the Halo Infinite Technical Beta? I know a lot of people like I'm gonna say recharge, slow mo what was your favorite?
2: Recharge.
1: Recharge. What did yeah, you like about it?
2: Those... I, I liked the I liked the the layout of it. It had uh it had that verticality that really allowed the uh the grappling hook to be really useful. And it was uh I mean I liked I, I just liked the the design of it. It looked great. And once you really l- learned the map, you kind of learned how when you got certain weapons where to go to be mm-hmm. more effective with it. Um once you learned where the weapons were respawn at, and and how to defend the map better, like I I, I it were it was just like the best map period. Like life I like live fire as well, but live fire is uh, is a little bit more simplistic. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for Bizarre all that much, but um yeah yeah re- yeah Recharge is the best one for me. cool
1: yeah man, I am very excited for what I played in this technical beta. I I think. I was, I said this on BRAP yesterday. I was like, if they could give us the same experience day one, like I know some people had issues when it came to partying up and getting crashed to the dashboard or black screen of death. And then next thing you know, you're back at the lobby and your friends are playing. I know that was an issue on day one. They kind of sorted that out. Uh, for the most part after the first day um granted it wasn't as many people as you would uh want to see in there and it's going to be only you know magnified once the game comes out but if they can give us the experience that we got on day one Cause we inherently know there's going to be an issue on day one with this game. The, the game oh, yeah. it's its impossible for this game not to have an issue.
2: But if they can—and g- three four three has not launched a
1: game that hasn't game had an issue. Hasn't
2: hasn't had a ton of issues. Right. Long. So I'm I'm fully expecting.
1: Yeah. It. So if but if they can give me that experience that we got on the first day of that technical beta and that be the worst of it, Halo's going to be in a great place. And uh i think it's i think in general this goes back to what phil spencer was saying when it comes to halo he was like you know halo is always going to be that thing that people are going to be excited for they're not gonna they they have confidence in halo and it's and we see why the you know i think the year off really really probably helped this game a lot especially when it comes to the lighting and everything because the lighting looked phenomenal you could definitely see the um You could definitely see the shadow quality was definitely bumped up and stuff like that the texture quality on the weapons and stuff were really good and it gives me a little bit better hope for the single player because we all know when it comes to multiplayer multiplayer always doesn't look as good as a single player looks because a single player always um they always downscale stuff for the multiplayer due to like networking and stuff like that so it does it does get me very excited to see exactly what's going to happen with this game in the future when it does release i agree i agree all right well moving on So i know you you looking forward to this <laughs> did you did you okay did you read the tweet that tweet
2: log that i sent you did i i oh. sent it to you and and uh and all all of our our destiny buddies i sent the tweet to you guys you know i was oh, like hey man. You know, just, just here's some interesting information that you know for PvP for you Destiny guys, you know, and this this came from the assistant game. It was the assistant game director for Destiny Two, right? Yes. Okay, but well, you know what? Let, let let's read it. Let's let's go through it. Let's let's look at this, okay? Because clearly, I I think that uh Bungie is Bungie is looking at the landscape of of PvP games and first person shooters in particular, and like oh. <laughs> We might need to address this finally. So, okay. So Joe Blackburn, assistant game director for Destiny 2, working for Bungie. He said, ahead of the showcase this month, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Destiny PvP. Thank you, Joe. I, you, you finally, you know, decided to talk about something that people have been asking you guys to talk about for a full year. Anyway, competitive modes are part of what makes this game special. I can't imagine a version of destiny Two that do that doesn't involve getting a sweet new gun and taking it for a spin in the crucible this year, the team has spent a lot of our future facing effort on plussing up. Is, yeah. Is that... Plus yeah,
1: he used the word plussing up. You're right. Keep going.
2: Okay. All right. All right. That's a he, forte he, word. He, he did
1: <laughs> use the word plussing up and I was like, what is plussing up? But okay.
2: Exactly. What is that word? Okay. Plusing up the current Crucible experience, you've seen some of this already in stasis balancing, reputation updates, and shifting shifting weapon metas. Next season, you'll continue to see this effort with not only changes to 3 peaking, but also what the team has been planning for the revamp of Trials of Osiris. Tune in on August 24th for more info. We've got to keep our foot on the gas when it comes to revitalizing PvP pursuits and keeping gameplay metas fresh. This isn't something we'll ever be done with, but we know we also have room to grow when it comes to new maps and modes. The first half of 2021, we've been working on the foundation, but now we're spinning up teams on new maps and modes. We believe in this investment, but it's going to take some time before you start seeing results in game. The ultimate goal here is consistency. If you play PvP, the team wants you to understand that you will be getting new maps and modes every year and that the cadence of those coming out feels predictable. But in order to get to predictable, we need to open the faucet again. New maps take time to get right, so open the faucet for S16. What am I, what's going on with my eyes? I'm sorry. Okay. The team uh, is working on, porting, well, working on porting <laughs> two vaulted Destiny 2 maps to be compatible with our engine updates. When we upgrade our engine with Beyond Light, it means we had to hand port all of our Destiny 2 maps in mode. So while it may seem from the outside, like we're just pushing a button, there's a significant lift from the team to get more of this content back in rotation. After reprised maps in Season 16, oh, that's what he meant S 16, he meant Season 16, okay. Season 16, Season 17 will come with a brand new map. There are a bunch of new environments in Destiny 2, and we're excited to start bringing them into the Crucible. Finally, after those three maps are added to the rotation in Season 16 and 17, we will be remastering a Destiny 1 map and bringing it to Destiny 2 for time in Season 18. All this effort is going to be done in parallel with a team looking to fund the far future with a predictable roadmap of maps and Lightfall and beyond. But maps are just part of the recipe here. We also know we need to support modes. Good grief. All of this is a lot. Um. Oh, it's 22. It's 22 uh, tweets.
1: Keep going. <laughs> God, this is... you the way, man. hey, listen. I didn't expect you... I feel, you, like, I didn't I feel expect like I'm you playing...
2: I feel like I'm playing Witcher three right now. Oh lord, (laughs) that's (laughs) bad. Okay, all right. Let's 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 okay. Uh, First, the team is investigating getting Rift and Dusty two next year. It's been too long since we've dunked on some Guardians. Uh, the Destiny Sandbox has been sped up in Destiny 2, so right now the team is validating that the mode still holds up with our new gameplay. Second, the team is working on multiple brand new modes in 2022. We aren't quite ready to spoil these yet, but we're excited to offer new twists and rules to the ways you can make Shaxx proud. Finally, he said finally, like in four tweets, and 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 there is no finally. This, this, this tweet thread never ends. Anyway, finally... After the dust settles on the trials update in season fifteen, we want to look at what other women. What season are they on now?
1: They're on season fourteen now. He's talking about how long are these seasons? Three, three months.
2: Month, three months.
1: Continue.
2: So, so when he talked about this starting in season, we, when
1: 16, he said when he's talking about season seventeen, he's talking about that's next nine summer. nine months from now. Next summer.
2: Yes. So all this isn't coming out to next year. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm done. I'm not reading any more of this. Okay, uh, okay. alright okay. okay, so, so, let, let's so, let's 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 talk about this now. Let's uh, let, let's, yeah, let's, let, talk, let's let's yeah yeah let's
1: let's let please. I'm, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go first because I know this is bringing uh, joy to your heart. But um, go, go ahead and um <laughs> and, and, and and Taz already warned me. He was like, I was like, are you gonna come through? He was like, he, he said, yeah, I'm gonna come through. He's, I really don't want to hear slow mo all giggling over there and being happy <laughs> because he already knew that <laughs> what was gonna happen.
0: Look at
2: I'm not happy about being right in this, in this case. Oftentimes I am happy about being right, but not right now. I'm not happy about being right about this. I'm not happy about the state uh, that this is in, but I'm right. <laughs> Essentially that this is, yo, like they, they, they finally decide to wake up and say, Oh no, we, we, we've been losing. We're, we're going to be losing players to, to, to the likes of halo. Infinite. Uh, we're 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 losing. We're going to be losing people to Splitgate. There there are a lot of other PVP options out there that are fresh. That are where they're you know like Splitgate. Ten forty seven games is 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 thirty dudes, and they they, and in the the week I was gone, and wasn't able to play the game. They introduced three maps yeah. in that week. Three maps. Destin- Bungie with 700 plus developers can't introduce one in over a year. Mm. This is no excuse for it. And then still to be like, all this stuff isn't going to be implemented until like nine months from now. Like you, you, you get when you are complacent, you, you get what you deserve. This is, this is what you earned you earned the ire of your your pvp community who who feels slighted and although they enjoy playing pvp in your game they are going to try other experiences because there when when your experience is stale but they can get new experiences somewhere else like wh- whose fault is that that's not their fault they they want to enjoy what they play and if they aren't having the enjoyment in playing the same maps same weapons and then and then dealing with the same issues all the time where you add new things and you don't take into account what those things or those subclasses or those abilities do to pvp and it ruins the experience but then you gotta fix it months later when people told you this was going to happen like some people just aren't gonna stick around for that or they'll come back but in the meantime until you fix it they're not gonna play your game Mm -hmm. and so i mean it, it is what it is. Hmm. this you earned you earned this and so it's good that they're finally coming out and saying hey you know we're gonna we're gonna get give you everything that you've been asking for finally but you know it just seems with bungee it's always like this where it takes a lot of of complaining to get them to move on things that people want
0: uh, okay
1: yeah. yeah so all right after thinking about this, I was at a party with Taz earlier because I'm very, I'm very irrational and very emotional. Shout out to the homie Taz. Uh, we have to get him on DPS. He's about to start doing his own YouTube thing and we got to get him on. I'd he... love to hear it. Yeah. I got to hear what my man got to say in this regard when it comes to stuff like this, but he has some really good points that he brought up and I definitely want to give him his um his uh, flowers when it came to that. He talked about. You know, COVID being a thing and, you know, I think a lot of people kind of take the fact that Bungie hasn't done everything they needed to do when it comes to the Crucible, especially to the liking of the PvP community. Um, the fact that I don't care to play PvP is kind of a, t- is just kind of a, a bad thing because I love the, P- okay, I love PvP. But
2: let's, let's, let's focus in on that. Why don't you care to play the PvP?
1: because it's the same, there's nothing that's different about it. It, you know, the thing it's still like very stale. Like, is it fun to go in there and take brand new weapons into the crucible that you earned in other activities to enjoy them? Absolutely. The, the gameplay you see right now, I'm playing with Shire's wrath, which is a trials weapon that I just re- I got probably a couple days before that, and I'm enjoying it because it's a new gun, but I'm still playing on the same maps. The same, um, the same game modes, nothing new, nothing innovative, you know, innovative enough to actually kind of, you know, push the narrative somewhere that it hasn't been before. And that's what makes it boring and stale. And then you go back to conversations, um, back in 2019 where no 2018, I take that back, that's when Forsaken came out 2018, where uh, it always gets me. Uh, Luke Smith, game director for Destiny 2, comes out and says that, you know, we have a renewed focus for PvP, a renewed focus in 2018. Where has that renewed focus been for the last two and a half years? Now, Taz, in all his infinite glory, you know, shout out to the homie, said, you know, COVID has definitely been a thing. Bungie I will give them credit has been one of those studios that definitely has not went back to work. They are not in the studio. They are still working, you know, from home and who knows when they're going to be back in the studio. So will that impact development of them working on stuff like the PVP? Absolutely. We also got to come to the real well. You also for PVP people, you got to come to the realization that as much as destiny is a PVP and PVE game, they speak to each other, they harmonize great with each other. The fact that you could take a weapon from here and take it to there and, and enjoy it um, as much as you want is a great thing, but PVE is the focus for this game. As a PvP player, you may not like to hear that. And a lot of people in PvP will tell you like, well, no, it's a PvE and a PvP game. Well, Bungie doesn't, hasn't been acting that way. We've been getting, Clearly. we've been getting a lot of updates for PVP. PVP has definitely been moving forward with all the improvements they have been making compared to what we've been getting in PVP. It's been more of a, okay, we're going to bring trials back. Oh, it don't work. Oh, we're going to change this. Oh, you don't like the way tokens drop inside of trials. We're going to change that. Oh, we're going to make it. Oh, you want the bounty system back from destiny one. We're going to do that. But guess what? We're not going to make it as good as the one in destiny one. We're going to make it half bake. Okay um we're gonna cancel trials trials comes out we're gonna cancel it like three weeks in a row after it only being out two weeks because there's exploits in the game from getting outside the map or exotics being broken in the game that's going to do it these are you know stasis you know the number one selling thing in for destiny the reason you bought forsaken is because of staking i mean i'm not say um forsaken the reason you bought beyond light is for stasis and guess what? It was a selling point, but guess what it did to crucible turned every alienated everybody, everybody, no one wanted to be slowed down. And then they want to say, well, we didn't foresee this. Yes, you did. You definitely knew this was a thing. We knew this was going to happen. People told you this was going to happen, but you know, it's all about selling the game. It's about excitement. It's about what you could put on the trailer. You know, I always say when destiny puts out, when Bungie puts out a trailer for destiny, the game is another level. They know how to cut a trailer. They know how to sell their game. They know how to sell hope to their player base. And is that a bad thing? Absolutely not. Because most developers don't know how to do that but I will sit here as a PVP person to tell you, I have not had fun playing in their PVP. And I'm a person that went flawless, got a flawless tag, been to the lighthouse multiple times. I love the PVP in this game. It's satisfying, it's great, and it doesn't change the fact that the game itself is one of the best playing first person shooters you will ever play. But it's still, I don't care how great you play, if the game becomes mad and stale because of the experiences that you're having in playing the game, it doesn't matter and that's where a lot of these uh pvp focused people are going right now you know destiny has competition you know just like i said in the title split gate halo battlefield oh my there's destiny a... has
2: always had competition but, but not now. to this <laughs> n-
1: real competition well,
2: no, now no no they've always had real competition because not everybody plays destiny the difference now is that there is competition for destiny's players, yes, I agree, yeah that's, so the... that's the difference because there are people who play card, they don't touch destiny. There are people who will play uh, um, play halo and don't don't touch Destiny. There are people who play all like, play Rainbow Six each and, and don't touch destiny. but the difference now is that there are destiny people people who have been just like, all, all I play is destiny, so all I clearly care to play that that's where my time is going. They are now looking elsewhere. And and there and there's and for, and for very good reasons because there are good games out like you 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 said you've been playing Split Gate mm-hmm. and and, and <laughs> I mean I, I <laughs> what you about to say Slomo I'm I'm just saying like I I. I uh, my recommendations are, are are flawless. That's all oh. I gotta say. I I, I got flawless. Listen, recommendations
1: man, Splitgate is a good. Game. Listen, Splitgate is a good game. I never said it wasn't a good game. I just said it is it at the caliber of gunplay and experience that Destiny is. It still doesn't change the fact. I still right. think. You know, I when, still think Destiny is a better game. But it still doesn't. It, but it. But it is. It is very disheartening when the the PvP player base is being ignore for as long as they have been. And the thing that really stuck out to me the most about this and, and Joe Blackburn, no problem with him. Good guy, um, He he he's basically just a messenger giving out the bad news right now. My, my biggest problem with this whole scenario is the fact that it's been two and a half, almost two and a half years since they said this renewed focus. And the line where he said, we are putting teams together to build content I'm like, well, what have, have teams you? Put together yet. I'm like, what have you been doing for the last two years? Then we are finally putting teams together to give you the experience that you want. So that means, so now and then and then the teams you're putting together. So we're in season fourteen. Season fifteen is next month. Um, they're doing some type of changes to trials, which we we kind of got an idea because they said it in previous twops. Um, But the biggest thing that really sticks out to me is the fact that so in season 16, which is the Witch Queen, which got delayed until early 2022, which could be in February. They're talking about they're going to give us two maps that are reprisals that we already had in the game from Destiny 2. So the two maps that they're giving you in six months is maps we already had. maps we already had, then, (laughs) oh, we're going to give you one new map during, um, season 17. Okay. One new map. I'm like one new map that this team that you're building now is going to make us now. It's not easy to make a map. We know that, but one new map and then. <laughs> then, I don't know man. Then, I mean look 1047
2: games was split listen, game made three matches in the in the, in, in the course of a month or so Listen, it seems. man. I don't know they just li- dropping matches Listen man right. then
1: then we got this then we got another situation then they say in season 17 so we got we're in 14 15, we get two, we get, no, 15, we get nothing. (laughs) 15, we get replacement of of Trials or Resires when it comes to that. 16, we get two Destiny 2, I mean, Destiny 2 maps brought back. Season 17, we get a new PvP map, which will be in the summer of next year. And guess what we get in season 18, slow-mo, which will be a year, almost roughly a year from now. We will be getting a Destiny 1 map brought back to the game
2: a destiny one map slow-mo yay something i played back in 2014 let's go so uh, uh, uh,
1: that's (laughs) that's where my frustration kicks in it's like this this renewed focus that was talked about in 2018 that didn't happen and then the fact that we have a situation where the new stuff we're going to get is not new
2: it's Bro. not new at all cyber knocks in the chat he said not easy to make a map wait till forge comes out <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> well yeah exactly but look that that's why, my- why don't bungie do that make their own version of forge and allow the community to make their own maps because no. clearly they got no no desire to do so okay fi- fine 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 We'll make you some new maps, okay, Jeez, We'll we'll make you some new. Is, is, are you happy now? We're gonna, we're gonna give you some new maps. Matter of fact, not new maps. We'll give you old maps that we took out. We will put those back in, and then we'll we'll bring over something that you played six years ago, okay? Right. Are you happy now? Like, look, no, no, I'm not happy. You shouldn't be happy with that. Why, why, why take the bare minimum? Why, why, why should your time not be valuable? This is why I'm like, yo, like y'all go play other stuff, man. Battlefield 2042 is coming out. You know, play something different. Halo Infinite is coming out. Enjoy that, man. Play something different. Splitgate, you know, if you want to wait, you know, in the queue for... Actually, I, I got to admit, the, the queue's gotten better for Splitgate. where I jumped in it last night, no, uh, it I took thought you 10 I minutes. was going to... It, it was about 10 minutes 10 minutes to get in that's an improvement over 45 so hey look, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> they they're, they're getting their server capacity up they, they didn't expect to be this popular so quickly All that's said, try that game out that game's fun it you know, is there are fun. other pvp experiences out here that you can enjoy and they're going to continue to be more and more pvp experiences coming that, that you can really dig into, and you know, look, Apex Legends is expanding, it's not just the Battle Royale anymore. They got like 3v3, uh, um, like uh, arena style PvP now, and and uh, and um, and in uh, Apex Legends, I gotta get that, I gotta try that out actually. I gotta install, but I haven't played it with the, the people that uh, I know that play it yet. But like, there are other experiences out there. You, w- you want that PvP fix, just. Give Destiny a rest for a little bit, okay? Just give it a rest for a little while. <laughs> it's like you, you can get other PvP experiences out here. Good ones. Not trash ones like that game that won't be named that I tested out earlier today, but good ones. Really good ones, you know?
1: Man, IQ was like, Destiny is like crack in his spooky voice. <laughs> Keep going. He, keeps, he keeps calling me, man. <laughs> he, keeps calling me. he keeps calling me, man. Look, man, it's a, it's, it's a fun game. Like, am I surprised about any of this? No, it's just more of the fact that I would have been okay with this direction if they would have just came out and said something. like the whole, the whole thing about it being a, the pandemic is definitely a something that happened, but they also knew this was happening and it should have been something said to the community, especially the PVP community about, yo, we know we talked about the renewed focus to to, uh, PVP, but you know, we're starting from ground zero. We don't have the resources because we're working from home uh we're prioritizing p pve content at the moment because that is the more um the bigger side of the player base and i think a lot of pvp people would have been fine with that you know maybe if they could have threw a bone and you know added some new weapons or or probably just brought back one of the destiny one maps or destiny two maps a little earlier i think people will understand that but when you but when you don't say anything and then all of a sudden you say it all at one time it's like it's like a it's like a It's like a bunch of stuff just coming out of your mouth that you're spewing that people's like, well, where was this at a year ago or two years ago or even six months ago? Why are we talking about this now? Because, you know, as soon as I saw this, the first thing that popped in my head is like, They are afraid of what's happening with these other games. You know, Halo just had its technical beta. That's what it
2: sounds like. Yeah,
1: Splitgate has two hundred, two what, two million people trying to play it, and they can't get in. And they got a ten million dollar investment from a firm to be able to help us. Stabilize their actual um, servers and everything. So, in, in general, I just think that's kind of what it comes down to. Battlefield's gonna be breathing down their neck. We don't know what's going on with Call of Duty. So, I truly, I truly appreciate the candor that they actually came out and said this stuff. But it still doesn't change the fact that, dude, two and a half years have passed, and this is the conversation it's, you want to have with us it's now. Excuses
2: at this point. You, you, you. you look. If you need to peel off some people from your 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 teams that are working on PVP PVE content to do PVP, yeah, you do that. You you don't neglect the portion of your game for years. It, there's no excuses for it. I don't care whether oh we got we had to rebuild. Oh man, you know like a a, a, part, a portion of our studio got flooded. That was the PVP side, of the studio. They the people couldn't find nowhere to work. No, I, no, no. I don't care. No one cares. You 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 neglected this part of your game for a long period of time, yeah. And, and it's just it's it's never going to be acceptable. So it isn't. So yeah. like whatever excuses you come up with, uh, uh it's gonna fall on deaf ears until you actually pull out some content. And the way things are looking, uh, you got no content whatsoever. You even got like a concept art of a of a new map to show anybody. Nothing. You got nothing. Yeah. You got nothing but tweets. Facts. <laughs> so it is what it is, man.
1: Shout out to the God with the two dollar super chat. I forgot y'all were on today. LOL. Hit the like button, people. Yeah, really appreciate hitting the like button. And yeah, thanks for everybody that came back. You know, um OBS took a crash and decided to like it did. Oh, it 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 went down for like a good 30, 40 seconds.
2: What Was that the whole time I was I was reading out that those long winded tweets? I cannot confirm or deny.
1: What might have happened bastard. to you? You <laughs> had me
2: reading these tweets to nobody. No, they were they. <laughs> I think they heard part of it,
1: but you know it was it was it was perfect because they they didn't need so, to hear. So it. you
2: couldn't tell me. I, we, were, listen, we were down
1: listen listen slow-mo I, you were having too much you know what, fun no,
2: in, in the show in the show in the show <laughs> In the show. we're down we, we,
1: we down here no actually it wasn't during that part that you were talking slow-mo you just overreacted you know what, i think it was, I it, think was, it, was. It, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't when you were talking it, slow-mo <laughs>
2: This, this topic is over we good. we good.
1: Let's, let's let's get this let's no get no on. no slow mo it's not over i got one more thing i want to ask you it's not about okay so in general all these so which one of these pvp games are you looking forward to the most this
0: um holiday mm. Mm. name
2: all the games name all the games
0: um we got split gate
1: which is a thing battlefield halo Um, I don't know if you like call of duty, call of duty. I mean, you don't play destiny, but we'll throw destiny in there. And, um, what else is coming out this holiday shooter wise? I think that's it. Let's say Factions comes out for PlayStation. So
2: if... Uh, Last no, of, no, no. Let's nothing say if Factions comes linked, no, out. No. How if Factions
1: it's, comes out? So we'll throw Factions in there, nothing, too.
2: Like, there's no, no indication that a Factions... How if
1: it does, though, it. Slomo? Would you be more interested in that than any other game or something? No. Okay, no, so what would you... No. So between Split... Okay, I know you don't like it's, Destiny. It's, it's, You're not a big Call of Duty tie. person.
2: It's probably a tie between Splitgate and Halo Infinite. Okay. Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite, because like I'm really, I'm really excited for Halo Infinite. Um, after playing um the the uh, the technical preview, I'm excited for, for where it can go and and what to see. Because we haven't even seen like big team battle yet. We haven't seen any of the other modes, the PvP PvP modes that they've been working on. Like there's a lot that we haven't seen yet, and so I'm 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 excited for that. It's potential. But then I'm also excited for what more that because like split gates now got some serious funding from um, a, a capital venture firm right they got a nice little influx of cash they're starting to expand their team out maybe some ideas that they had to kind of put a hold on or maybe even just not do at all because of, of time and effort and, and not really having the staffing available to do it is now available to them um, right. i can see the game in, in its popularity really taking off as it already has it's already now like one of the like top five pvp games people are playing right now mm. like I, I looked at the numbers and the numbers are it's being played more on steam right now It's being played more than destiny 2 yeah um it's it, it's big it, it, and we don't know the heights it can go Simply because their server capacity doesn't allow all the people who want to play it to play it yet. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's 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 got the sky's the limit for them in that game. And I, I just want, can't wait to see more of what, what it has in store. So those two yeah. games are probably a tie for me.
1: Yeah, same for me. Um, Battlefield is number one. Halo is number two. So make that known. But um, and most anticipated game for the holiday. Any game. What you looking Definitely. forward to?
2: loop loop yeah
1: did the was it more of what you already seen or did the um playstation um event oh no, for no you? That,
2: that i thought that way about death loop before then if if you recall i did a video back in january mm-hmm. which is like my most anticipated games of 2021 and death loop was one of them and so the other ones have it, maybe came of no no definitely more Death more than Kane the Bridge of Spirits. I had Kane the Bridge of Spirits on that list too, and that one hasn't come out yet, but I'm looking forward to that one as well. But Defloop a little bit more than that one. So yeah, yeah, those two for certain.
1: Yeah, Battlefield for me is is even more than Halo. Just I love Battlefield and the direction they're going in with the portals and everything is going to be something that a lot of people are going to be super excited for. And I'm thinking and we all and shout out to um the xbox 2 we are challenging them to a um a war when that game comes out so once oh we get boy. the once we get the portal stuff game? up yeah once we get the portal stuff up all right man you, I'm, you, I'm, you,
2: I'm, look, look 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 i'm i'm okay. not i'm not a very heavy man but you're going to have to carry your brother.
1: <laughs> what, we got to carry your 6-4 frame? I ain't played
2: the ain't played a battlefield in forever. Oh, man. Um, well, you, you play I'm shooters, though, slow-mo. Starting. I do play shooters. So, so it, it you won't have to carry me that badly. But I'm going to be a little lost. Like be <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Are, are we getting this vehicle? Where, where are we heading? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> what does this do? You know, it's going to be a whole lot of that. Um, but I'm down. You no, know, of course, I'm always oh, down. Oh, you're always down. I, 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 I love my shooters, so it's, it's uh... Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a good time regardless. I I can't be as bad as Jez. So oh
0: my
1: god, <laughs> <laughs> well Jez <well>, gets well, <laughs> what he said he he said he a battlefield connoisseur though. You know, we'll see.
2: Oh, never mind then. All right, I can't be as bad as Rand. Let me. Oh He said
1: I can't be. I got to beat <laughs> one of these guys.
2: <laughs> exactly, I gotta be one of them. So uh, is, it, out- is it Jez or Rand?
1: Yeah, shout out to Cyber Knox. He said, um. He said he still uh, isn't Soto on Def Luke, and um, Med IQ said that he was sold on it until the PlayStation exclusive tag showed up.
2: Oh, come on, Med. We, we, we can't be like this, <laughs> man. All oh, this platform console warring is silly.
1: Bro. Uh, he probably just doesn't have a PlayStation 5. Once he gets a PlayStation 5, he'll probably go out and get it. But, um,
2: you know, build a PC.
1: You know? Yeah, or build a PC. You're right about that. Yeah. Well, we but are no, like,
2: I, I, with Deathloop, I, I, it's not just the gun. The gunplay looks like the best I've ever seen Arcane do, which it's not saying a lot. Cause like a game like Prey didn't really have great gunplay to begin with. Dishonored is more of a stealth game. Yeah. And there's no, it is not really gunplay. It's like shooting a, a freaking crossbow is not exactly what people consider uh, great, you know, considered gunplay at all, but um, I, I like what I saw from that, and I like just the whole idea and premise of of having to take on all of these different bosses, and who you decide to take on changes the 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 strategies and defenses of the other ones that you're 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 trying to take out. All that that very dynamic flow of gameplay is something that hasn't really been done before in games. And that's why like, I always say that about arcane, even if like their games don't always speak to me, I always appreciate how they will, will tend to do things that are unique and different and don't just go for like, Oh yeah. The, people don't say for a particular arcane game, Oh, it's just a stealth game or it's just, it's just another first person shooter. Like, no, there is no just another with arcane. They yeah. they do things uh, differently. They're unique they bring a, a different experience that's innovative and i'm, I'm looking forward to it that's what that's the main reason why i'm looking forward to it
1: yeah definitely same here well look we're coming up to the end of the show do want to open it up for like the next two or three minutes to people that's got questions that you guys want to ask so if you do just put them in the chat mention me or or slow name so we can see it clearly and we'll we'll answer those but um Outside of that slow mo what you got going on in your channel and where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me at my YouTube channel, Slow mo backslap. Um, and it's, it's how the name is displayed right here on the screen, as well as on my Twitch channel. Uh, slow-mo backslap i've been going live uh, with some of the games i've been playing most recently finished uh last stop which is a kind of a narrative based game it's pretty pretty cool if you liked uh games like uh let's see telltale kind of games um those 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 games are uh, very narrative driven uh you may enjoy last stop it's it's very it's light on the gameplay but strong on the narrative and 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 interesting characters uh it's it's pretty good it's in game pass right now if you want to check it out without having to to spend any money on it go for it um uh, and uh, like I, i streamed that my entire playthrough of that in like two sessions so check that out on the channel um yeah, that I'm work still working on my videos. Uh and I got uh, some some different unique things I'm doing with the videos recently that hope you guys enjoy when I do uh upload those soon. And uh yeah, good great show, man.
1: Yeah, man, this is a really good show, man. Uh, I truly uh appreciate everybody that's in the chat, me and Slow Mo together, you know. I know a lot of you guys come from a lot of different places that we um do content and stuff, you know, Brap and you know, Scumcast, we got Crossfire and, you know, a lot of people even come from Rand Channel. I see a couple people that are in his chat and trust me, it doesn't go unnoticed. I really appreciate everybody that stuck around with us and, um, appreciate, truly appreciate all of the love and support that you guys bring. But for myself, you're already on the channel Gaming Forte here, YouTube, Twitter and Xbox Live PlayStation. Hit that like button on your way out. Um, make sure you guys have a great gaming week enjoy everything that's going on if you're playing in the matter of fact uh hit us up on twitter if you get in if you're in the beta for back for blood if you're on pc or xbox because it is a cross-play game so even if you're on ps4 um tomorrow i'll be on there i know some will be on there how did they say how long the beta's going for Slomo?
2: i think it's to the 12th okay so we got i think oh, it's who, for a full week
1: so we got a full week so hey, if anybody wants yeah. to get in there four-player co-op definitely want to you know in, interact with you guys inside of different games and stuff because we're not going to be one of those podcasts that people say they don't play games because guess what we do play games oh,
2: they, they, they can't they, they can't, can't say, say that, that. Couldn't, they couldn't say that about this podcast ever i mean i'm sorry I, yeah I'm, i beat more games in a year than most some of these people have beaten the entire generation so
1: yeah um Med, said he, it is with us, Med said he learned about us from the ilp and he will definitely be coming back and um uh, he enjoyed the content awesome. appreciate love that, it love that. uh Somo didn't say it but um the thing is about dps um uh, since we both co-hosted it does rotate between channels so this week it was on my channel next week it will be on his so if um you if you well not if you want can you please go over to his channel and uh sub to his channel because that's where DPS will be at next week. And then it will be back on my channel the week after that. Uh, so we really appreciate um, the support for supporting both channels. But uh, other than that, you got anything else,
2: Slomo? Nothing, nope, man, we gotta get up out of here. I, I think- Slomo gotta uh, go to sleep. Uh, cat... No, no, Elder Cat has, has got me locked in for Rogue Company when we get done. So oh, I'm, gonna play, PC? I'm gonna play some Rogue Company. PC? It's crossplay, so it don't that's matter. That's what I'm
1: saying, PC, right? Yeah, I'm playing on PC. Okay, I'll jump in there with y'all. All
2: right, we got three.
0: Let's
1: okay, go. I'll jump. I jump. Haven't, I haven't done it in a while, so I'll jump in there.
2: All right, yeah, well, let's, let's end the show, let's end the show. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> let's end the show. <laughs> games
1: first, games always, and games will always be the number one thing that drives DPS. You guys have
0: a great week, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace.
2: Peace out.